Hi, everybody, and welcome to Agitator. Today on the show, we have the host of the Mutual Aberration Society podcast and author of the upcoming Scissor Kill, one of our good friends, Mr. Ryan Jackson. How's it going, Ryan? What's good? Um, how's it going, guys? It's going good. Today, we're talking about Gaunt's volume one through 11. Yes. Uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to get up to the mass shooting. I thought that that was an important thing to talk about, but... Before we get into it, give a warm welcome back to to Kelby. Kelby's been gone for a week. So I'm what's back. up, bro? That felt like forever. I don't <laughs> I don't know how people are like they they think one episode a week is good and consistent. And I was like, man, did everybody disappear? Did it, is it all gone now? What am I coming back to? But no, nah, uh, <laughs> y'all held down the fort like. Like a motherfucker. That Agitator Z was hilarious. I was like, damn, this is the funniest episode and I'm not on it. <laughs> I don't know what that says, really, but I mean, we're glad to have you back anyway. We can go back to being medium funny. <laughs> we, can, we, can go back to, we can go back to the mid, the solid mid. <laughs> to be in a mid podcast. <laughs> it, can't be, it can't be all gas, no break, or we end up, uh, you know, we end up me tooed by some crazy TikTok true. chick. That's so, true. That's true. Got it. Got it. We're mid. Did you notice, by the way, that Andrew Callahan got canceled because he went on Fox? No, he went on CNN. He went on CNN. He told Don Lemon that he spreads hate and division, and they got his ass. Like three weeks later, they found some dead-eyed psychopath to be like, he asked me to have sex with him once, and it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I kind of. I kind of am a fan of that being a enough to, to crucify somebody because people come at us for shit that like we'll stand behind and be like yeah i said that what bitch but like mm -hmm. with callahan it sticks because she's like or like i felt bad about the like back in the aziz ansari thing like that was that was sad yeah but it's just like he really is bad in bed and people are like okay let's get rid of let's destroy his career yeah let's get rid of him. <laughs> he got, yeah he's, he definitely got the most fucked up cancelization one of them you're like yo he got canceled for that bullshit yeah well yeah. i mean if you think about it aziz is like at the beginning of gaunts before no when nobody knows the rules and people are just getting their heads cut off left and right like that was aziz they didn't know the gaunts rules of cancellation yet which is that you just you put on your super suit and you say nothing at all and you just never apologize mm -hmm. simple simple you do that and you survive the alien attack i'd like to see a gans that was just like aliens canceling people right <laughs> and just coming out of nowhere and they're like this the 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 ultimate the ultimate guy like the hero is harvey weinstein and he's like oh shit <laughs> harvey uh, harvey alien he's the, he's kill the harvey man alien. <laughs> He's the man in the sphere. Yeah, the, you mm -hmm. know the funny the funny thing about that sphere is like I just laugh about like the way the shit that this that's written on the sphere, like just in general, like when they list like the characteristics, it's like the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> they call that one guy homo, and then everybody in the room like hugs the wall. <laughs> oh dude, the, the homophobia in Gantz is hilarious. Like it's so old school. Like uh, yeah. <laughs> they get Gantz away from like he's 
they get away from like he's scarier than the aliens when they find out that he's gay. Everybody's like, fucking <laughs> 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 starts thro- like one guy's throwing up in the background or whatever from just like standing next to him. It's it's such such pure homophobia. It's beautiful, but uh, yeah. So Gantz is a manga. It started in the year two thousand, and its initial run ended in twenty thirteen. It was a weekly seinen manga serialized in weekly young jump it was collected into 37 tankobans um i'm on fucking i'm on like 21 right now or something but we're only going to talk one through 11 today because uh gans is so huge and there's so much to talk about that we're actually splitting this one up into multiple episodes so it was written let me make sure i get his name right hiroya oku who is quickly become one of my favorite creators uh, yeah. of all time we can talk about his uh, we can talk <laughs> about amazing. his his fucking <laughs> his his fucking strange uh, like un- unapologetic attitude towards the content in gons it's gory it's full it's shamelessly full of tits even for no reason right like they're the tits have nothing to do with it but it's got like <laughs> <laughs> there's, I, I read, did you read the the interview part where they were like yeah uh there's just like big breasted women in like scenes for no reason or like pictures of them to open each episode and they were like why why did you do that and he was like i just like titties i like picture him i like picture this i like picture this interview happening on a mountain and he's sitting like cross-legged like with his fingers in the buddha position and they're like why are there so many tits and then just serious as a motherfucker he's like I love tits and that's it, right? <laughs> that's the message that's been handed down from, yeah, no, there's a whole section in the back of, I think volume six or seven. Yeah. That's just called like boobs. What's with all the boobs. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. He's just, I just fucking love them. And uh, he's like, which is weird. Cause no, none of the girls I've ever been with have had them, but I just made, I think that just makes me want them even more. Like I just love big hooters. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I mean, He's not right. Like you guys know that debate. Like, oh, you know, little boys like titties, real men love asses. For me, I'm like, I mean, I porque no los dos, bro. Like, why we could do we could do both. I don't care what I'm talking about. There's no reason to have to pick between one or other. I mean, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like what the fuck? That's that's like, do you want biscuits or gravy? And it's like, I said, I want breakfast, bitch. Put it on my plate. (laughs) Put it on my plate. Trying to get smothered and covered. <laughs> no, no I like, Waffle House. <laughs> I like too how they're like uh, the F cups. They go like they go crazy big on, st- on my end. If you can still hear me. Oh, that I is me, hear- isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Oh, uh, okay. Was that I- just you? I think it was just David. Yeah, it's oh, just okay. me. Yeah, it said my internet connection is unstable, mm-hmm. which is bullshit. We have a storm going on out here. I was on a roll too about titties, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying how it's funny that they're all like, "She's an F cup," and it's like, "Damn, you go like all the way to." <laughs> There's no <laughs> like, it's like let's go big. <laughs> let's just. Mm-hmm. And the titties do crazy shit too. Like there's the, there'll be sex scenes where one will be like flopping in the girl's face and the other one's going off to the left and the nipples are going different ways. And shit. Yeah. The yeah, nipples yeah, are yeah. going different ways. He said it's something in, in the back of one of the episodes about that. Like it was like viewed as revolutionary. Like, Oh my God. Like we had, it was another comic he had drawn apparently. 
And he mm-hmm. was like, it was, it got him attention by other artists because they saw the way he depicted movement with the breast. I mean, it is, I mean, <laughs> that's funny, but like you think about it and I was reading where uh, his major influences were uh, some people I didn't write down, but um, one of mm-hmm. them wrote heat, a manga called heat. And it's like this old school eighties detective manga uh, that's apparently got a ton of taboo shit in it and is real violent and stuff. And you come from like eighties manga and that's your kind of inspiration or whatever. And then this is early two thousands where like shit like uh dragon ball and one piece and you know, everything is still high contrast, like black and like the Shonen jump look and everything. Yeah. And he's got like dimension to everything and very, I mean, a lot of his innovations probably came from his love of titties because they're oh, yeah, curvy, completely. they bounce, yeah, yeah. they, you know, there's dimension to it. So he was like, how do I, how do I put this in my manga? How do I draw these and give it justice? And it just made the whole, his whole style just like groundbreaking. Yeah. Something that I noticed about Gantz, I mean, is, is amongst many things is the sort of like, and I think I think I think you JDO I think you you even said said like something about how it's just so like it's so sleazy like mm-hmm. it is it is so and it revels in it and it's just so and it, you just I just love that like because this is something that you don't see anymore like you know what I mean I know that people say that all the time about shit like you don't they don't do this anymore but like no no legitimately like you don't this kind of thing you don't see you know, like now, because mm-hmm. it would just be deemed as like, oh, that's unacceptable. But it's, it's like, like, just, just the shit, like the way he's drawing, like, okay, I don't know, it's past, I think it's past uh, volume 11, the, the, the part, the part where uh, Kai gets a blowjob from K or, or Tay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit was, I was, I was reading, I was like, holy shit, like, this is like, straight up he just drew porn like without he drew like, porn yeah and by the way <laughs> right. they're like it's 50 it's 15 year olds sucking and fucking okay. and uh, right, right. He, drew, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he just drew teen child i guess child well, teen porn whatever the fuck you qualify i don't as. know what the rules are about this actually but you know right. i mean I, i'm definitely not raising any pitchforks or clutching any pearls about it but i did that thought did pass through my mind where i was like this is uh very uh kind of bold to sort of put this but i guess 15 year olds do that so i've heard mm-hmm. um i mean larry clark was doing that back in mm-hmm. the day too mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah this does have a this kind of feels almost like like if like larry clark made the matrix <laughs> yeah, yeah. yes yeah i can see that i can see that yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, it, that's a good way to describe Gaunt's. Even though, like, people want to say Gaunt's is like a teen thing, but really, I mean, yes, it is in terms of like the main protagonist of of K, who's like, all I also love is like K's like a legitimately flawed person. Like he's <laughs> like I love that as- aspect of him, but like uh, I also like there's a lot of characters that are old, young. There's there's old ass people that are in the game. There's bait. There's a literal baby. Like there's a fucking dog that likes to like sniff crotches. Of, <laughs> there's a, I mean, there's a, the, yeah. the there's dog a panda is like bear at one point. It's just pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that dog loves cats. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like for those 
who haven't uh who don't know what Gantz is i mean like uh to explain the premise a little bit um it's basically like you die right people die and they wake up in this room um with other people who have died um and they're sitting and there's this black sphere right and this black sphere um only known as Gantz, uh basically uh makes them play a game right and and if you want to call it a game it's literally life or death basically he tells them that they have to uh kill these aliens uh these aliens uh or by a certain they have there's a there's always a time limit right like you have to kill them by a certain amount of time um and you have to accumulate points and like uh if you get a hundred points then it's revealed which is interesting i don't know like i know you watched the movie david uh the live action gaunts um, have you watched any of the other ones? Like there's the Netflix one, this Gaunt Zero. Um, no, I haven't gotten to that arc yeah. yet. I want to read all the manga first and yeah, then yeah. do the, the movies. That's a so good that- that's a good thing because because every like every iteration takes from like different mm-hmm. er, different parts. So like mm-hmm. I noticed if you watch the first one, you can see already kind of how they're drawing from different parts, especially mm-hmm. in the sec the sequel to that one that you watch. But mm-hmm. but yeah, like there's this idea that you kind of discover later in the manga, actually, like, I don't even think it's stated through the first 11 volumes at all. Like the actual like points where it's like, if you get a hundred points, you get three options. And the first Mm -hmm. option is, is it, is it the first option is you can leave the game, right? Or you lose your memory and leave the game, You lose your memory and leave the game. And then you are, you can get new, better weapons to fight, Mm -hmm. continue fighting these aliens, or you can resurrect someone from, from memory. Like, mm-hmm. um, like any player that was killed before or somebody from memory, um, you can resurrect them. Um, and that becomes the, and also there's a, there's a, I love this because like, like the rules that are stated are kind of very interesting. Like, for example, like one of the rules, uh, is, well, I don't know if you want to call it the rule, but it's the rules of the kind of the world, which is, uh, if you die, right, you're dead. But if you can if you're dying and they kill all the aliens and every like if you're if just before you die if you if you can make it back to the room which you're transported back into the room then you heal so you can get your mm-hmm. arm chopped off and you can be bleeding to death but if you know the mission is completed and you get back into the room you come back f- whole again which is another cool like kind of way that they they use they utilize that um they utilize that but also they utilize uh, just just uh the whole and got, by the way you know and I'm, I'm all over the place a little bit Gantz is like he he makes the rules but he's just like you get the sense pretty quick that like he's just like on the he's just freestyling too or he's just like well guess what yeah. I changed the shit now like like you know what mm-hmm. I mean like it was a little bit further on in the game where uh, our, or where he tells our main character Kai like oh well, by the way Kai if you don't get 15 points you're dead <laughs> you right. know what I mean like he just throws that in there you know um right. and it's just it's really interesting like uh and then you discover sort of uh more shit once you get further along in the in the the manga but but uh you're introduced to a few a few important characters and i can't remember um you guys feel free to jump in at any time but i can't remember the girl's name um with oh yeah yeah i I got you i got you yeah go ahead with (laughs) yeah yeah so there's a few things later we talk about mm -hmm. kojima oh there's so many characters that come in but i'm talking about initially like the girl kishimoto yeah mm-hmm. um so basically the all that's true also everybody has a bomb in their head yes. that's how gans kills another part. you yeah yeah uh, if you go Gantz, far 
Yeah, if, if you go too far, if you go out of the arena, it'll explode your head. If you tell anybody in the real world you do about not talk guns, about Fight Club. The bomb explodes, <laughs> right? But it gets even yeah. more serious than that. Like, even if you don't tell anybody, if people just kind of find out that you're a part of Gantz, your head will explode. So you have to, like, if people, like, later on when people start asking him questions, he starts to sweat and shake and, oh, like, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but you're introduced at the very beginning of this 15 year old uh, Kai. Uh, he and his, uh, he runs into his friend Kato in the subway and a drunk falls on some train tracks and Kato's like, I'm going to save him. So he jumps down and starts saving him. And he sees Kai there and he's like, Hey buddy, what are you, <laughs> what, what are you doing there? You're going to, you're going to help me out. And Kai's like, oh, I didn't want to. Cause he's like looking at a magazine with Reika who becomes a character later on. Right. Like he's like looking at a, a picture of her in a swimsuit He's like, fuck, okay, I guess I'll help. So they help this drunk guy get, get and this sets the tone for the whole manga, right? Because he they save the drunk guy, they get hit by a train, very gory, their body parts splatter everywhere. Uh, and then they get reconstituted in the room. And then we cut back to the train, and somebody's like, Two boys just saved you, sir. Like, uh, and the guy's like, shut up, bitch, and like just kind of walks away. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, and you know what else is funny about it too is is when they're on the train tracks, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, run. He's and then uh, Kato says to to Kai, like, hey, if we just run far farther enough, the train the train's got to stop because it's coming to a stop. So we just got to run farther. And then like <laughs> the people are like, no, you idiot! It's an express train. It's it doesn't express stop. Train. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great and it just basically the the feel especially of early gaunts uh because it goes so all over the place but to just sort of narrow the focus to everything up to the mass shooting because i do think that there's like a, a kind of tonal shift change after that but like the first 11 volumes for me are when i was a kid and i watched like robocop or terminator and i'd watch them on vhs and so it's that kind of lo-fi grainy nihilism. Like I remember watching the initial Terminator and when he kills Linda Hamilton's roommate and her boyfriend who are just in the wrong place at the wrong time, but it's just kind of like brutal and kind of played for laughs a little bit. And then obviously in RoboCop, I brought this scene up on the podcast before, but when the dad from that 70s show gets uh, killed by uh that one great character two great character actors in that scene or no the guy from that 70s show is the one who's killing the other guy i had it reversed anyway i remember watching those scenes and just being like fully introduced to like the deep ugly nihilism of human beings and that's how gans feels all the way through because every character except for kato maybe uh is a total piece of shit, right? Like <laughs> if you look at the comments on the pirate site where you can find this and everybody has fingers, y'all have Google, it's all out there. And trust me, this is a case where I actually think you you probably want to go with the fan translations because they're funnier. Um, but this, um, a lot of the comments are like, it's either 10 out of 10 or like four out of 10. And you can imagine the four out of 10 people are like, I hated every character in this from beginning to end. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's not... awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I never, I still don't, I say this all the time because I say the same shit over and over again. Uh, but I don't, I don't understand why people like 
obsession with likability. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like fiction or like TV, film, movie, whatever. Like, I have like I I I love I say revel when the characters are just a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's it's far, it's more interesting and it's compelling. Like, like this idea that like uh the characters are supposed to be like these saints and shit. Like I like I like the fact that like every time uh a character and gaunts does something that's that's not completely self-serving that everyone else looks at them like they're fucking nuts <laughs> like you know what i mean like they're like what are you talking about like yeah. what's wrong yeah, with yeah. you like- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like and you have all these elements of it too right because kai he's a young boy mm-hmm. and there's a there's a plot device where uh kishimoto the big titty girl who's like the initial attractor of the series she's like the pinup girl who's on everything she shows up to the room naked uh people try to rape her the dog eats her pussy like you know all this kind of <laughs> stuff scene. Uh, scene is so funny. and then uh so basically what happened with her was she cut her wrists and didn't die um the real her didn't die uh but gone still copied her to the room anyway which there's some interesting things going on with like gantz's worldview in terms of like like in the world of gantz there is no soul like your data your straight data and you can be reproduced at will but anyway so she has nowhere to go because the other kishimoto is living at her house because that's the quote-unquote real one so she asks to stay with kai and he's like oh my god i'm gonna get some fucking punani i'm so excited and so she goes to his house and he basically like gets in the bed with her, starts grabbing her boobs, and then she's like, "Oh, but I love, I love Kato because he's tall, right?" Oku <laughs> Oku's making a real commentary on girls and their attraction to tall dudes because, like, when a tall dude shows up in Gantz, they're all like, "Oh my god, I want to fuck him." And Kai's like five two, you know, like pretty much average Japanese height, and he's like, "Man, like nobody, nobody." Anyway, so she's like, "I love uh, Kato," and he's like then get the fuck out of my house bitch <laughs> right. <laughs> right like i think i'm gonna have you laid up for free in here when you like talk to bitch <laughs> hey i mean real talk he was like i'm not about to get cooked fuck this <laughs> yeah exactly it's like i'm put i'm giving you a place to stay you get you're getting some nice instant ramen every night and i'm getting nothing out of this peace hey can't hate on that but basically yeah, no notes i was like i mean I'm not gonna hate on him for being like I ain't taking in no strays. Fuck it, fuck out of here. This may be a, this may be a, a controversial take, but I I, I feel him. <laughs> like, I'm like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's funny too. Like I uh I first picked up volume. I bought volumes one through four under a table. They were part of the hentai table at a at an Acon in Dallas, and they were in plastic and everything and the guys were really selling it because you know there's like a bunch of porn and whatever but then like they were like no 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 this is some real shit like it's marked mature or whatever but he was kind of explaining it i was like oh that sounds like that sounds pretty good so plus i mean titties and i was 15 <laughs> so like i uh i scooped up the first four volumes and it um so this was like 2008 Mm -hmm. i uh i didn't this like reading it back then was so different than reading it now because everything was just like oh cool like i mean yeah i was like yeah i get how it earns like a plastic wrap around it or whatever but i was just like i mean 
it's good shit. And like mm-hmm. with Kai, mm-hmm. how he was like, then get the fuck out, bitch, if you ain't putting out. And how as soon as he, every time he sees her, he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a fucker. I want to fuck her so bad. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, yeah, because I was 15. I was his age. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, also, every every character that sees her is like, oh, that's a dude. It's like, oh, I'm a fool. Look at her breast. Look at her titties. Like, that, yeah. like everybody. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter yeah. who it is. They're all like, oh, look at her body. And the thing is, too, I will add that Oku makes no zero attempt to make her any more complex than that there's nothing going on with her like <laughs> no, at all the, the, <laughs> the furthest complexity of her character is uh situational it's just a, it's just an interesting uh predicament that she's in but her as a character mm-hmm. or like just her there's no <laughs> There's no, no there's nothing there really. There's nothing. Yeah. And then yeah. and then once there are other hot chicks involved, he's like, she can get burned in half. Doesn't matter. Like <laughs> right, we're not bringing her and back, fucker. She's all just gone. Yeah, they bring like he brings back the little uh the, the little, little psychopath, middle schooler psychopath, yeah. school yeah. shooter kid. Yeah, and he, like and he's he's thinking about bringing Kishimoto back. He's like, nah. And he yeah, brings back. <laughs> But uh, so they get sent out of alive anyways. Yeah, exactly. There's she's there's a, another one out there mm. who thinks that he's a stalker because he knows everything about her. But mm. so they they get sent on their missions. The first one is the infamous onion alien, yeah. uh, which I thought was a great way to start because it's a little kid who's holding some onions and he's got like a fucked up head, and he just keeps repeating like, uh, "Would you like my onion? I can give you my onion." uh and they they shoot they shoot him into pieces and kato is like appalled by this he's like oh my god you just killed a you killed a child and you killed bart simpson you killed bart simpson yeah and then uh the onion the onion uh kid's daddy comes out and he's all big and scary and that's the first major fight that they get into um and I really, I'm not going to talk too much about the movie because the first Gantz movie is super mid. Mm-hmm. But uh, the one thing the movie did get right was that. I thought the opening, the Onion Alien stuff was was really, really well done with the sound yeah. effects and the gore and everything. I thought that looked really good. But the just to kind of briefly outline and then we can go wherever we want. They go from that to fighting... Uh, this kind of Lego man who's got a bird inside of him and they fight the giant birds. There's the alien Buddha arc, which I think is probably still my favorite arc, even as far as I am right now, it's either that or the mass shooting uh, because it's just like, I think it's like four volumes of them, like going hard into the heresy sacrilegious type stuff of fighting literal Buddha statues and Shiva statues and shit like that. Volumes, not even one thing about Gaunt's like the fights go on for ever, forever. Yeah. 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 And then uh, finally, then we get to the, this character called Azumi, who's a total badass uses this Katana that can extend like to the size of a football field, basically. And uh, he's ta- he's one of the people who's gotten 100 points in Gantz, so he can't quite remember anything about it, but he knows he wants to go back. And he's sent a psychic message by Gantz to kill as many people as he can. So he dresses up in blackface and goes on a shooting rampage. So that's the broad <laughs> outline. 
Yeah, I'm sure I'm missing something in there, like yeah. a little a fight here or there. But uh, uh, the solo, whenever Kai is all solo, alone. yeah, right mm-hmm. when he's alone, yeah, and he's got because uh, after the Buddhist thing, everybody yeah. dies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's yeah. interesting because that moment, oh, you said he sends him a psychic, psychic message. The sec, the sequel to the the live action dance, the one that's that's not mid, like definitely finish, definitely finish the the manga first because I feel like there's a lot of things that they take from it and just mm-hmm. compress it uh mm-hmm. some shit you've already got to you've already read you'll see like when you watch it but but he has a ball like a little a little black sphere remember there's a little black yeah, sphere. yeah, yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. in the that's in the sequel to another character totally a character that's basically Rick Ricka like mm-hmm. she has a little ball and she's like bringing Gaunt's monster to bring people in back to the room basically oh so mm-hmm. it's like it's it's interesting to sort of watch and even the Netflix one, which is the more, the 3D that looks like a cutscene from like Final Fantasy, it's actually pretty <laughs> cool. Um, a lot of the shit that that you're seeing in like tw- uh, 21 and stuff like that, up to, what you're mm-hmm. up to now, is in that like a whole mm-hmm. lot of that mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. So it's just really interesting to like watch this this uh, series sort of like across different you know mediums and what they what they take, what they interpret from, uh, and it's just fuck. And, and honestly, like there's something very like just free about the whole thing where it's like specifically in the manga the manga feels like to me and i don't know if you guys got this sense but like the manga to me just feels so fucking like uh like created at completely with like this like the speed of thought like almost mm-hmm. like you know what i mean where it's just yeah. like fuck it i'm just gonna do this now and guess what now we got vampires fuck it you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's just feel, and it feels that way but it's it, but it's like it's in it's still it's just fun like you just you know what i mean you're just having fun uh, and you feel like i feel like i don't know here i don't know if oku's having fun but it fucking seems like it, it seems like oh, oh, oku's yeah. having a fun ass time making this i mean how can you not like the the amount of shit that like happens in gaunts like it's he's drawing like like you were saying like you're pointing at, i know you noticed some of the, all of the stuff he's pulling from like you know even the reference to uh fucking uh so the, there's one character that the one that they call homo right mm-hmm. <laughs> the character they call homo like remember he's like really attractive and like all the girls like him and then there's a stalker girl and it's sudoku it's, it's oh, the yeah, chick yeah, from yeah. the ring like it's her <laughs> from the ring like they it's the same like, like yeah. they, they literally her put that. her in. yeah 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 they put like, he's, and then he's there's dead. there's laura croft is in it there's laura croft who literally get, he, that's who uh k gets some pussy from he like loses his yeah. virginity because he because he because he says <laughs> he, he basically says like will you have sex with me and she's like yeah yeah i will <laughs> and so they're they're banging it out in the next room in the guns place and then there's yeah. uh there's a reference to cure cure yeah uh, the cure room the, oh, lighter. the lighter yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reference to Cure. There's like all kinds of like shit that's riddled through. Even ca- some characters look exactly like characters from other f- movies or other shit. Like, like mm-hmm. uh, you can just see him like actively grabbing shit. Like, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this in there. I'm gonna put that in there. And it's mm-hmm. like, and it's a way that's just so fucking like fun. Like, where you're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, like hell yeah. I thought the dialect was hilarious when the mm-hmm. big the big motherfucker with the crazy name there's like dom domino dominez uh whatever the the guy who's going around like who's the biggest guy in school I'm gonna beat oh, his ass. muscle muscle rider i just muscle, know him that's as what mu- the kid calls him muscle rider muscle rider <laughs> yeah. yeah. he uh he has this dialect that's like it 
It's like Foghorn like, Leghorn. <laughs> it's yeah, like between yeah, yeah. Foghorn yeah. Leghorn and like yeah. AAVE. And mm. I was reading about like where it's like the it's a Hataka dialect or whatever, like from uh I I don't remember the Japanese city that's from. Do you know? Like, do you know that, did you notice if if you read different translations, like sometimes the dialect they lose it, like like so I have read different translations and like in some translations the dialect is like super pronounced. It's like super like you said foghorn language. Well, yes, that kind of shit. He's talking like that mm-hmm. and fucking. And then in other other translations, he's just kind of like just slow and, and it's like where's the fucking dialect that? Like what the fuck? <laughs> like like you know what I mean. <laughs> He looks like a character from Tekken. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. walking around with those. I think he is supposed to be the dude yeah. from Tekken, basically. Yeah, they're making fun of his like wooden sandals and shit because he's like walking around, like, just mm-hmm. challenging the strongest guy at every high school. <laughs> <laughs> Some real Crow Zero type shit thrown in for no reason. Like, yeah, that's the extent of his character. He just keeps walking around beating people up, and it's like, so where's this going? <laughs> oh, you're gonna fight the shooter guy until he shoots your legs out and then blows right. your brains out. And th- okay. and those are the cool char- like he's a cool character because he's like he's like literally a character from a video game. And then you got the characters who are like basically tell they have telekinesis. You know what I mean? Like, and they can like fucking stop your heart and shit. Again, that's the cure shit. Like, I love like, those guys. That was one of my yeah. favorite subplots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm wondering too. Like, I don't know. Do you guys know about um? Sago Ishii's film uh, Angel Dust like Mm -hmm. Angel Dust is what Cure was inspired by like basically Cure is Angel Dust like Mm -hmm. vice versa you know what I mean like and Mm -hmm. obviously Cure is its own movie I feel like Cure is like a perfect movie like I feel like it's but like there is no Cure without Angel Dust and like Mm -hmm. it's the same kind of thing this idea of like characters that can like fucking hypnotize you and make you do shit but like I love that like you're right like I love those two characters like the the mentor and the mentee the young the young kid he's getting bullied he's gonna kill himself and this guy reaches out to him and like that whole that whole shit was cool where he's mm-hmm. like no you can he's like trying to show him like how he can do it like you know what i mean like can... i believed it too i was yeah, like oh yeah, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like i'm gonna try some of this like give me a lot it was like it was like some like occult <laughs> type shit because <laughs> he's like talking about matter and he's like you start with something light and you just picture it moving and then like mm-hmm. you when you see the tracer of it you grab that and starts it. He's talking about manipulating the, you know, the light mm. you can still see after the flame goes out and like dust particles floating in a flashlight beam and then like move up to like tissue paper. And then <laughs> at the end, the kid's like, let's stop bullets. And he's like, I don't know how to stop bullets. Stop bullets. <laughs> like, do you want to die? <laughs> and then, and then he just does. he's like actually (laughs) like actually we can't do that i'm really glad ryan that you brought that up because there's there's a lot of stuff that i learned from gans that's going to help with my own writing uh and it is the first of all there's this focus on rules because i think that what there's a a common thought right now that people play video games instead of watching movies or reading books. Mm -hmm. And my thought process is that people obviously like games and they like movies that have games inside of them, right? The saw franchise has, has a dozen movies because saw is basically Gantz. Uh, Gantz is jigsaw, just not as vocal. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So the idea that this manga has all these these rules and these regular people are thrust into a 
intergalactic battle for the fate of the earth but that it's it's put in terms of this sort of like sadistic game i think people like that shit i think that like creating rules is really important at the outset of whatever story you're writing especially if it's going to be serialized but then the fun of it comes from watching the ways that he breaks his own rules and the way that the rules complicate themselves. And I fir- this first came to me in the solo Kai mission, right? Where he's the last survivor after the alien Buddha arc, right? Everybody's fucking dead except for him. And he makes it out but fucking barely. He's miss- He's missing an arm and a leg and gets reconstituted in the Gantz room and gets sent out on another mission. And he doesn't have a suit on. Wait, he does have a suit on. He has a suit on, but he's by himself and he thinks to himself, okay, well, I'll just hide. I'll wait for the time to run out. The worst thing that's going to happen is I'll lose my points and I'll be good. And then Gantz comes on and is like, whoa, 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 whoa." like the little message comes up and it's Mm -hmm. like, if you don't get 15 points, I'm going to fucking kill you. He's like, shit, God damn it. (laughs) So it's the creation of rules and then it's the complication of the rules. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you get to a point because we have to remember also that this was serialized over 13 years mm-hmm. where readers want to see something completely different. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting when people like us read it all in one go and we're like, God damn, like, so it, not to get too far ahead or anything, just to stick within the one to 11, like, damn, there's vampires now and, and psychokinesis and a Tekken guy. And it's like, well, I mean, on a week by week basis, somebody's like, I don't want to see the linear progression of the rules that you've set up. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's it's I, I want I want to see something different, like like bring in new elements. So he's constantly breaking his rules. And the alien Buddha arc to me was really interesting because to me, that's like the end of the golden age in Berserk. Right. Those two serve the same function where he just he clears everything out. Everybody's fucking dead except for in Berserk's case, Guts, and in this case, Kai. Um, And you kind of like that after he does that and everybody gets wiped out, he's like, okay, I don't have to do that anymore because now everybody knows this shit is fucking, it's serious, right? Everybody can die. Kishimoto gets burnt in half. So she, it's a cool image of like the top half of her body all splayed out in front of the Buddha statues. Uh, Kato, has a really emotional death where you know he's got this little brother who he looks after and of course they set it up where the brother's like i'm gonna go home and make him dinner and we're gonna get our own place and everything's gonna be fine and then he dies and the brother's like where is he where'd he go maybe he just left me because he doesn't love me yeah and the uh, kid is like i'll get a job too it'll be like i'll help and he's like no i'm gonna take care of us it's cool it's good (laughs) <laughs> fucking dead in school nah. fucking dead he saves the day he kills the final the final alien thing but but he doesn't make it anyway i'm glad i got that out because uh that's just to me now when i approach things i'm like okay how do i make this story or this book uh how do i gamify it right how do i introduce a point system and a rule system and uh you know lit rpgs are hot right now like they sell tens of thousands of copies and they're basically just people who every single lit rpg story is a normal guy uh who gets zapped into a virtual reality world like wow or everquest or something like that and he's stuck 
And now he has to be a video game character forever. And you can psychoanalyze that any which way you can. Like, oh, these people want to live inside video games. But the real, the, the key to it, I think, is that people people just like watching other people play games. And double points if there's titties and gore. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what a Twitch stream is, right? Like, just people Thank watching. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's interesting. Uh it's interesting. The solo mission, right? I think that solo mission for me, like, might be my favorite. Like, hmm. and specifically, specifically because, again, with the rules, like, we we just, we keep thinking the whole time that if time runs out, everyone dies. But we find out, oh, time doesn't, no, like, you just lose all your points. So any mm-hmm. points that you have before, you just lose them if the time runs out, right? And then what happens as a result of that, though, is the the, the aliens that that Kai did kill, like, and didn't kill there's one that didn't kill he wants revenge so he's literally like fuck that he comes after him outside of the game right which mm-hmm. is a whole mm-hmm. that's a whole new complication I, I love that like that weird looking like fucking those the way they looked they look kind of like, like, like yeah like frieza with like mixed with the saw doll because they had a little circular oh, i'm telling you saw yeah. the fuck james Wan and this dude's uh fucking lay one now saw this salt red gowns they had to have red gowns like oh, yeah. you think about the rules and the little fucking I'm like, come on. That's, yeah. You know yeah. And he's you know, a midget, you know, right. and Jigsaw is a little, you know, yeah, it's gotta puppet. be, there's gotta be some kind of influence there. Um, for sure. And, but I think that might be like, I, cause I just loved how that whole shit kind of like went left and like the cops came and then the thing was killing the cops and people were like, what the fuck is that? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and he had to like fight it with literally no suit, nothing. You know what I mean? Um, which mm-hmm. he said he's, he ends up doing a couple times where he's like, people always count him out. Like, like, uh, which is, that's, that's a lot like guts, right? That's mm-hmm. the guts shit where he's like, he's just not going to stop. Like, fuck mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm just, I'm gonna, I can't stop. I'm not going to die. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And there's a lot of that in Kai where he's just like, I'm not going to fucking die. Like, fuck this. I'm like, immortal. Yeah. Like I'm mm-hmm. not going to die. Saying this mantra to himself. Uh, I, I, I really loved that that art but i also just but the buddha one is pretty 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 legit like I, I, because of the escalation right like yeah. that's the other storytelling yeah. thing that i took yeah. away from gans is like uh mm-hmm. anime in general is really good at this mm-hmm. but i think gans is like the gold standard of you get one alien mm-hmm. who shows up and they give the crew a hard time mm-hmm. right they usually kill one person and everybody struggles they're all sweaty when it's dead they're like oh whoo we won and then the fucking camera pulls out and there's like 20 of them moving in on them and you're like oh shit yeah and that's so that happens thing. that's sorry to yeah. cut you off david but that's no, another good. that's another thing that gans is a, we already established like gans is a dickhead like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it, like everyone's a dickhead even gans the sphere but like he tells them to kill one alien right but there's always a hundred of them <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's like you got to kill this one but it's like guess what there's like a million of them when you get there so it doesn't fucking matter like yeah. you never know how many fucking aliens are there so they're always just going into it blind regardless of what he does he just gives them the minimal information <laughs> yeah yeah and i think i think again with the movie the thing that the movie fucked up was that it's missing that sense of scale probably for budgetary reasons yeah. but like yeah. the onion alien thing is very faithful because it's only two characters but mm-hmm. the guy like with the bird like you barely even see the bird mm-hmm. before they they kill it and it's just the one and then the alien arc is the two statues the the big buddha does make an appearance yeah. uh 
and then the uh the multi-arm thing and then that's it so you completely lose that sense of this overwhelming number of things because like the way the alien arc is is set up is so brilliant and the dinosaur arc does this too because at one point they go to a museum and fight a triceratops (laughs) that has big muscles and a t-rex and velociraptors (laughs) and all this kind of shit but you start off and it's like you know for the alien arc for example it's like oh it's these two statues and they say, okay, bet, boom, they kill them. And then it pans back and there's like two dozen more statues. And they're like, okay, shit. So they kill them. And then the giant Buddha comes out and they're like, oh, fuck, kill that. And then you get to the the Shiva armed thing with like even more statues that are coming out. And it's just wave after. It's like a fucking video game. That's how a video game level would be yeah. designed. They even call... Uh, the big bad guy, like the last boss. Yeah, they're like, yeah. I have to go find the final the boss. boss. Yeah, because they're like, they're they mission playing a game. Yeah, yeah. They 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 appropriate video game language into it. Uh, shameless, like without nobody ever questions. Like, uh, wait, the boss? What are you talking about? Like, because in I've noticed manga does this all the time. This isn't specific to gods, but like every manga that I've read recently on the Shonen Jump app, the main character at some point will say, "This is just like an anime." <laughs> yeah because yeah, anime exists it's like that thing yeah, right. whenever uh when zombie movies were all the, were like the big thing mm-hmm. and each one was like what do we call the zombies but then you'd have all the ones that are like you call them zombies and the people right. in the movie or whatever would be like oh my god it's zombies just like in movies like yeah uh, right. like or, zombie or what movies about or exist. what about self-referential shit where we're you know t- uh kai's girlfriend tay where everybody's like uh She's an otaku. Like, why do you like her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a self commentary on like the fucking artist. You're like, you're a fucking otaku. Like, like nobody really likes yeah. you. In, in his uh, in his self interview, because there's like all these behind the scenes things at the. Uh, I love the those end, behind yeah. the scenes bits at the end of each volume, where um, except for one where it's just blank and he's like, uh, I didn't have anything to say. Sorry, <laughs> and then, but he has this interview with himself, and it's five of them. Yeah. because by the end it's like why did you why are there five of us and he's like i don't know just thought it would be cool guess not but he says uh uh man fuck what was my original point on that with ty could you with, with ty yeah he he was talking about how um everybody was pissed off about kojima i guess Mm-hmm. He was like, we're going to have more of Kojima. The fans are going to really love that, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fan, the fans, because, you know, it's, shit is crazy, dude. They do these weekly polls about, like, do you like it? Do you not like it? Mm-hmm. And some of the decisions Gantz made, I have no idea how it kept surviving. But I guess people were like, eh, okay. Because, like, like, three or four issues of the psychokinetic guys, it's cool. But I'm sure people were like, but I want to get back to the action. The Taikojima thing is cool too, because she's like a sweet girl who draws, you know, pictures of him and they're in love. And Kai, true to his character, is like, kind of got some small titties though. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved, yeah, I loved that she became a a punching, like a kind of interesting punching bag, because he does also kind of just trick himself into falling for her where he's like mm. you know what you're cool i like having mm-hmm. you around uh mainly because he he gets off with her mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like about to be like you know what i uh i was only going out with you because my friends 
Yeah, they, for, they dared they, me to for two weeks or some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but they're yeah. dead, so they won't know if I don't go out. If I don't commit, he's <laughs> like they're brutally murdered, so that doesn't really count anymore. Uh, but mm-hmm. instead, you just cut to them just fucking, and it's like, okay, well, <laughs> he's like, and all right, like, this is cool, this is okay. And to get more to talk about, because I feel like it definitely we haven't talked about it enough, and I, and I don't know you guys, David specifically wanted to talk about up to 11 because of the fucking the mass shooting the blackface mass shooting um <laughs> maybe the best wild. thing ever put in manga it's wild ever. as fuck like <laughs> izumi is a piece of shit like let's just start yeah. off with that like and and that's the something that i've noticed about gaunts in general is like the characters like you get stuck in the game with people that have done fucking horrible shit and they're just like well you're on my team so fuck it mm-hmm, <laughs> i gotta mm-hmm. keep playing with your fucking ass even though you like mur- had people murdered or like had my people kills like 400 people yeah. yeah 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 you've had people like they're responsible for the death of the woman i love type <laughs> shit and you're still fucking have to play with this dude uh uh but that that shit was wild because one thing i think it reminded me of you guys have seen good time right yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They it do the blackface It, it kind of reminded me of yeah. Good Time a little bit. Our Good Time remind, you know what I mean? Because obviously this came before Good Time. But mm-hmm. like the scene where he's like painting his face as, into a black guy and he has like this goose down bubble coat and he's walking through <laughs> Japan. And he My just man starts, got the drip. Right, dripped out. <laughs> looks like he got a Montclair on or something. Like, and, but, mm-hmm. but this is interesting though. It's an interesting commentary about like Japanese, like the Japanese sort of, I don't know if you want to call it the Japanese psyche or the Japanese perspective or, or more, more so Oku's like the fact that he, he decided, Oh, like Azumi's going to be a black dude and he's going to do a mass shooting when it's like, okay, yeah. But realistically, <laughs> like when it comes to mass shootings, like that's, that's like white Americans are the goats of that shit like they're not yeah, we kind of have that online yeah like yeah. that's like you know how black people they say black people go to nba nfl like d- white p- white dudes specifically are the goats mm-hmm. like you're not fucking with if, if anybody's doing a mass shooting successfully mm-hmm. that's like that you know so they picked so it's just interesting that like he was like oh he can be a black guy and yeah. shoot it up shoot up everybody I <laughs> who's thought that was the scariest race <laughs> right right <laughs> and it's, it's they like shoot this, up uh, everybody it's like well yeah, yeah i mean sometimes from time to time you get it you get that those it's more they just they more just shoot each other you know right it's right i mean you had the dc to... sniper you had the dc sniper but it's I mean, actually oh, less true. racist you think about he's observing america right yeah and he's like uh well judging from like american media and shit what's the most vi- like black people got a lot of violent culture going on mm-hmm. so it's not like he's really calling them mass shooters he's because this was before the yeah. like extreme yeah. mass shooter craze you know oh but, I mean, uh, this is post this was post columbine though so it, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah it is after yeah. columbine yeah. which japan was like gloves off for years with that mm-hmm. they had so much they didn't give a shooting. fuck yeah <laughs> like whatever <laughs> we're about to have mass shooting shit on all of our shit but yeah. yeah but they can't have guns like we can't either you know what i'm saying they've completely made them illegal into yeah. modern japan too mm-hmm. so so that there that's an interesting way that they look at sort of you know that kind of shit where it's like yeah you can't get guns over there motherfuckers like yakuza's run around with fucking machetes and shit you know what mm. i mean like it's so not... much cooler it's yeah, so it much cooler cool, yeah Although... it is cooler <laughs> as much as I, so i got to shoot i got to shoot a glock with a switch mm. and uh 
that's allegedly shit is so much fun. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. because <laughs> um, switches are illegal. Hey guys, come on, that's illegal. Yeah, <laughs> you can really do that. It's parody uh, for my for my for my job with the police. I got to try one out. Yeah, um, you were you were in Minecraft. I was in Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, like I I fucking love guns, but like mm. every time that's one thing I do love about um East Asian art is they're a lot more up close and personal with their shit and like the violence is so much more visceral because there's not that distance because they yeah. have to get mm -hmm. up in your grill and be like i'm gonna cut you up mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i do like too that uh oku followed that up with the dinosaur arc where there are black guys who are like good dudes i was about uh, to say <laughs> where he was like where he was like they're like yeah all right white boy that's that classic and i don't know if his law i don't know if the translation was right and when i read but the dialogue was fucking atrocious they were like you the bomb <laughs> like yeah <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? it was bad they didn't, they didn't fuck say came out. <laughs> they didn't say the n-word once not right no there were no bombs none of that shit like i was like come yeah. on man yeah. yeah and they don't they kind of don't do anything they kind of just like they fight some velociraptors and they're like whoo that was close yeah. and then they all die they all because yeah. oku is like holding his breath he's like oh okay now they're gone all right cool now we can get back <laughs> we can get back to the story i did my little thing washed my hands of that mass shooter and uh, i had to th i think that like they kind of looked like the wu-tang clan a little bit so i'm, I'm imagining like that's what who they were like they were mm -hmm. on tour in japan and they got killed and they, they were g-unit they would have definitely shot somebody at least i mean yeah. <laughs> it was a g-unit but i, I would have liked to think uh yeah like, yeah. yeah 50 would have at least grabbed one of those guns probably but i can uh, see i can see rizza <laughs> and giza being in japan and being in that scenario and they have like uzis and stuff like they're strapped up but then they get in this game and and rizza just drops all the guns for a katana and they're like yeah. what are you doing you have a gun he's like this i got this always liquid swords for real now yeah. <laughs> That would be sick. And I, I, the, the mass shooting is crazy too because it goes on for so long. Yeah. And it's so brutal. And so many people get killed. Hmm. And to me, it's just, it is interesting that this is something that's going on very specifically in America. And the fact, it's interesting to me that America to this day is such a cultural exporter that we even exported mass shootings as like a form of entertainment like if you want to see what is happening in america wait for it to trickle out into other countries and see their interpretations of it and we watch mass shootings with this uh kind of detached horror with the whole thing like oh my god that's so my heart goes out to those people when really most people deep down are like that's fucking awesome yeah because like, art and sports is so watered down we needed yeah. like we needed another gladiator arena to yeah emerge. yeah people deep down on like a freud level right not me of course because i'm normal but <laughs> people like you know you know who really likes the mass shootings because they're the people who cry the hardest in public mm. like they get off on the whole on the whole thing instead of just like shutting the fuck up and mm. detaching yourself from it and being like damn i don't want to think about human beings for like a week i'm not going to tell the people who talk about it constantly and say like we need to talk about gun control they're the ones who are like Oku, who are like masturbating to these mass shootings. And you can see it in Gantz. It's presented in a horrific sense, sure, but it's also pornography. 
you know yeah. like the yeah. the the mass shooting in Gantz is definitely played to be stylish and cool in its own way right it's the and, most beautifully drawn too like yeah did y'all notice how really detailed started, the backgrounds yeah. got whenever yeah. that's it was like... that that continues too that can like i feel like they got they got more art assistance after that because like those backgrounds continue but you're right that's the first that's the first real volume where uh like is it shibuya they're in shibuya shinjuku shinjuku is it shinjuku uh, yeah uh and everything is just like it's made to look to look real. So my interpretation of of all that is like, you know, you can put that lens on American culture now and it's just I nothing's translated yet. So there's a delay in all this. But any questions you have about American culture will probably be laid nakedly, pornographically bare several years from now in in anime because Americans aren't doing this kind of critique on ourselves. Like even what I just said is controversial because I've said it before and people get mad. They but, are in porn in, I, in, I, uh, in written, not like porn, but in erotica, there's a lot of that. Like some of the shit that I narrate, I'm like, God damn. Right. Like, okay. Let's go. <laughs> right. <laughs> I blame in the, the, I blame the Wachowskis, um, the sisters mm. or whatever, they, whatever they go by now. Uh, <laughs> I blame them for doing it. It's, it's their fault. Uh, if you really think about it, the, the Matrix uh, predated Columbine. And, and and what is the thing that they said Columbine shoes were inspired by? You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Matrix. The Matrix is the first like first time I remember, at least in my, in my mind, I remember seeing the types of mass shootings. Like there were other, there's other shit in art we can see, but the Matrix sort of was like, it's such a cultural, like influential fucking mm-hmm piece of work that's derived from other shit as well but like them when they walk into the building with the guns and just start fucking shooting every motherfucker in sight and it looks awesome and it looks awesome it looks amazing right and it's Mm -hmm. like we saw that and then of course there are people that saw that too and like i'm about to recreate this shit like you know (laughs) it just kicked off a whole series that's never stopped like now it's like mass shooting mass shooting mass shooting and it's like i blame the matrix <laughs> yeah I, why not yeah, you know yeah, I mean? like if you're not? gonna blame art like you know, and i am of the i am of the uh, uh of the belief that like yes art does influence shit like we can yeah. be honest we can be honest about that like it does influence shit like people see shit and they're like hmm, i'm gonna fucking you know what i mean like that mm-hmm. is I know that people don't like to say that, like, but like it does. Yeah. I mean, now yeah. you, you that doesn't mean you have to become a Puritan and a puritanical type motherfucker and start burning books and doing shit like that. But to to say that it doesn't is also dishonest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's you have to reconcile it somehow. Right. It's just as dishonest, like as people want to frame people who are saying this shit shouldn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Or it's a it's it's the problem right like it is the problem the, the, the art is the problem the people that say that are being kind of dis- disingenuous and dishonest but on the other side like fuck us i keep hitting my own mic on the other side um i feel like it's just as dishonest to pretend that like it's there's no influence whatsoever it's the same it's the yeah, same as yeah. the gun argument right yeah, like it's, yeah. the, it's the same thing you know every time a, a shooting happens people say like well we should get rid of guns and it's like mm-hmm. well that's at at the same time it's like well then we should also probably get rid of any art that could inspire people to do violence right there's right. this weird connection people make between something existing and its worst possible outcome mm. meaning that that initial thing needs to be taken away right and some people get it and some people don't 
right? You're like, oh, okay, well, if we just get rid of the matrix, then mass shootings will stop. And it's like, maybe, but I mean, hundreds of millions of people have watched the matrix and they didn't do that. You know, it's this whole, it's this whole idea. It's like the solutionist, uh, you know, safety propaganda, shout out Adam style of governance where it's like anything that could possibly lead to even one person doing something fucked up has to be stamped out and you can't live like that's not that's not right for for us like normal people who just masturbate to mass shootings instead of committing them (laughs) right (laughs) yeah that's like you know every time i play tony hawk i want a 50 50 backslide across a telephone pole but how tight would that be that'd be amazing but you know Mm -hmm. i i I can't do that so keep playing tony hawk and like I'm closer to being able to like go slit a hooker's throat and take her money, but mm-hmm. you know, Grand Theft Auto Six is coming out, so yeah, I'll just I mean, I'll just stick GTA to that GTA, for yeah. now. Yeah, we saw this with COVID too. I said this a lot, and this is another thing people don't. Nobody likes it when you say this, but it's true, which is that the people who were triple quadruple masking and getting eight vaccines and all this kind of shit, <laughs> I was like, you guys like this. You like the people who would fetishistically, yeah, they would fetishistically post the death count every day and they'd be like, oh my God, this is like, this is like the Vietnam War. This is how many people died in the Vietnam War. And I would be like, you do get that there's a difference between this and the Vietnam War, right? Like, just, you know, they're two, they're two, this is their war. This is their war. And they love it. They love it. They're they're about to come the whole time they're talking about people dying from COVID. And of course, they get, the the matter you get at me for saying this the more i think that what i'm saying is true you, you know what i mean because if what i was saying wasn't true if it wasn't pushing a button then you would just say uh no that's not how i feel about it bro going in and out of the hospital whenever uh uh when phoenix was born you know over the past week uh going in and out before they let us leave um I guess something happened. I don't watch TV or anytime. Now when I see those letters in sequence, like when I see COVID, I'm like, my eyes just glaze. They go somewhere else. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Um, but they had like these hardcore, like you got to wear a mask. And there were people like trembling at the door, ready to be like, oh, hey, uh, you need a mask. And I was just like, no, nah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, no, I'm like, good. This is, this is over. Y'all don't, y'all don't get to, pl- I don't. I'm I'm sorry. Like, I'm not playing that game. It's like whenever you see the people when Pokemon Go was a thing, and they mm-hmm. were everywhere. Uh, at that time, Erica and I were picking out our wedding venue, and so we were going. We went down to the Civic Center, and like we're looking at the fountain outside, and we're like, "Oh yeah, this would be a cool place to do it and everything." And there were these people around the fountain. They kept looking at us, and then they came up to us and they go, "Are y'all playing Pokemon Go?" And we we're like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> we're planning on getting married we're adults and that's how i feel with the mass people now they're like oh you got to wear one i'm like oh no no i'm not playing that game yeah so i'm good it's interesting because in japan right now uh there's a big covid spike and everyone's Mm -hmm. mask all the time they were masking before Mm -hmm. this shit happened and then now they're masking i mean true enough they don't wear n95s they wear the bullshit mask anyways but (laughs) but it's like like whatever you know what i mean it's at this point like we've already we've all been through it i think there's enough data data there to be like okay like it is very weird it is very strange that people sort of make this into like some sort of i don't know like you said it's like 
it's a they valorize this shit like mm-hmm. either both ways you know what i mean like i'm like i don't like do what you want <laughs> you know what i mean it's, yeah, like, well, it's like the funniest shit the two is yeah. like kelby going into a hospital and they're like you have to wear a mask and i'm like in a hospital you mean like <laughs> the because of covid the, the the covid is the funny part right because i'm like in a hospital did you know that iatrogenic uh like death is the third leading cause of death in the u.s it's like cancer heart disease and then doctors making mistakes i'm like so you're telling me in this place where you very well could accidentally leave your lucky uh coin that your father gave you in my intestines when you do my operations what i have to worry about is a flu-like disease that travels through the air uh that doesn't make any sense at all and then like you peek into rooms and there's like somebody who's 97 who's like their face has been eaten by pigs, like the guy from Hannibal for some reason. And they're like, you have to wear a mask or else they might die. And I'm like, I think they're going to die anyway. I'm, pr- I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They're almost, this, almost is, this is how much anybody in the medical field actually takes that shit seriously. For one, it's all presentation. Like you go in the front door. Those are the people they don't, they're the receptionists. They don't, they're not in the medical field. They work the desk at a hospital and they're like, oh, we were, t- you gotta, you gotta wear it. What, what, you know, you get up to the second floor where it's like the nurses and shit. They kind of have it draped over their ear. They forget about it or they wear it because they're supposed to. And then when they have to actually have a communication with like, you know, they actually have to talk because you need your face to <laughs> communicate with people. Like they pull it down and get mm. right in your face and they're talking and everything. But like, so Erica had a C-section and I'd never go into full detail with her because there's a reason they put up the screen. You know, that shit would freak anybody the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're just, they're literally up in your guts and they take shit that like I work with in like carpentry and shit. They got vices and like shit where they're just <laughs> like spreading, you know, they're just spreading your body open and then mm-hmm. like, filling it with bladders to open it up until they get the baby out and everything and they got all these like napkins they're just throwing around that's like covered in blood and shit and like i'm like y'all aren't concerned about fucking covid (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) we're just meat you ever think about how long it took for people to to figure out a c-section like how many how many botched ones were just like they're like i've got an idea I've got an idea. It might sound crazy. <laughs> Let's cut this bitch open. And they're like, wait, what? Like you're going to, and they're like scalpel. <laughs> well, it's funny. Cause it's like, even with hospitals, like they say, and I don't know how accurate this is, but, but it's, they say, they say that like people would die all the time because like just the, the doctors should just wouldn't wash their hands. Like mm-hmm. that was it. Like, you know what I'm saying? For the longest, motherfuckers were just weren't. And they were like, oh, we should probably like wash our hands and shit. <laughs> yeah, they disbarred uh, you know, the, the guy who suggested it, right? The guy, the yeah, guy, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was Louis Pasteur, right? The guy who invented pasteurization. I might be getting that wrong, but the guy who who came to them and was like, guys, listen, um, you should probably try washing your hands. They all were like, so you're saying I'm dirty, basically. You're saying <laughs> yeah. like, it's like a very female response to that, right? Where he's like, look, to keep people alive, we should, are you saying that I don't care about my patients? Like, let's all, let's, let's all get him fired and not talk to him ever again. So basically. 
<laughs> Even though it was men, it was still kind of women who it's kind of it's that. kind of their fault. Yeah, kind yeah. Of their fault. It's, yeah. It's, it's kind of these, these it's these bitches. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a long day and I didn't have my venti, so watch out. Watch what you say to me. Hey, all, all the people I've been going off on and calling bitches lately have been dudes. Like, so to be fair. Oh to like yeah. Find, Rest in like... peace to those people, by the way. Kelby's just <laughs> Kelby's on the fucking what did Kawasaki say? He says you're on demon time today. Yeah, yeah he said Kelby woke up on demon time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's entertaining. Well, it's some faggot said that I I shouldn't be uh I shouldn't be allowed to reproduce. So yeah, I'm over. Yeah. I'm over yeah, here. I mean being... that's I mean that pretty much is open season at that point. Yeah, you know what I'm, I'm also <laughs> in the midst of like how, not how only my yeah, yeah. Just, like, how could you say that? Oh my! <laughs> not only on the day of my child being born, but, but right, also right. like also in the midst of uh, my car breaking down three times, uh, towing it like self-towing it across the city uh fixing broken pipes twice uh taking care of the kids that i have that i shouldn't be allowed to have apparently and i'm just like i'm the most sigma motherfucker on twitter like the only like like the only feminine thing about me is that i'm even on twitter at all i should just not even be on it um that is kind of gay <laughs> like that's the only the gayest thing about me is that i actually am on twitter and uh you're gonna tell me like not nah, open season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was funny as you called him a faggot but it was like all gay dudes who liked that post literally <laughs> it was nothing but they fucking love it shout yeah. out to all the shout out to all the faggots listening <laughs> yeah shout out to you guys we love you you know we love you deeply uh, yeah, G- Gaunt's is definitely a a a, a faggot friendly book because that yeah, like like yeah. it's there, first of all there's a lot of sex gay sex uh, straight sex but there's also a lot of they say fag a lot in in, in Gaunt's too like they don't mm-hmm. care like mm-hmm. like uh, I think uh, I, sh- I shared this on on t- on Twitter uh, that that shit where like he's they're they're looking at Azumi in the in the costume and they're like I'm not putting that on it looks it's gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and there's one point where they're like, uh, hey, uh, maybe Corono doesn't have a girlfriend because he's gay. And then there's a panel that I screenshotted that uh, just says, guys, can we please stop it with the gay talk? And I was like, I'm going to start posting that on Twitter <laughs> to, to just like, as a response. I do love how from a storytelling perspective, you can tell how this week to week, there's an energy to it. And like, it's the same kind of energy that you get out of uh like oh three greedo just finally got he got out of prison he got paroled yeah. out of texas uh my man's finally free so like he right before going in was like i gotta stack i gotta build up the bag so that they can keep dropping albums while i'm in because i mm-hmm. need to you know he understands the game where it is right now it's like you can't disappear for four years you can't disappear for six months was he in I, for four years he was in for four or five right five yeah. jesus like five. i remember I mean, when he, he got went sentenced in. to 20 to 20 to life or something that yeah. was the that was the summer that i spent in korea because i was just listening to uh cold devil and uh the kenny beats tape with uh three greed which they need to make another tape together oh god I'm netflix sure and will. deal is yeah netflix and deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh but yeah there's like an energy to his shit as well and there was a great article posted today that attributed it to 
the place that he's like a psychogeography, the place that he's coming from. Mm -hmm. And it was critical of Free 03, his release tape, which I actually, mm -hmm. I love Free 03. I disagreed with yeah. that part, but I could see like where dude was coming from. I want to give proper credit. I've, uh, it was on uh, Passion of the Weiss, right? Yeah, it was on Passion of the Weiss, uh, uh, person who wrote it, uh, Thomas. Uh, okay at thomas without doubt i guess uh doesn't have a shout out thomas without doubt yeah oh like doubting thomas i get it that's funny bro that's a good that's a good bit <laughs> oh yeah nice um but yeah they're talking about like it's coming like his what makes him great is this like total embodiment of the place that he's coming from and this like free and he freestyles a lot like oh three greedo goes in the booth right. and it's like boom we're one taking this shit that's how he built up fucking like thousands of songs before right. he went in before he already knew he was going to be incarcerated and before he went in he recorded like thousands of songs and several people have been like yeah he legitimately did that uh same thing with like a lot of this manga and like the shit that we're about to do with agitator z as well with where we're doing like a weekly serialization chapter by chapter like the manga model you get these things that's like it's it's not the same as just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks it's like no you got it it's different than that because of the deadline because of the weekly thing it's like every single week you gotta show up and do this and you know it's going to continue it's not just one thing where you're like free fire and like anything goes i'm just fucking around it's like no this is your job now and every week you got to do this and there's something that plus fun you can tell he's having fun with it it's not like this pressure thing but uh just creates this energy you can just feel it's it's not as simple as oh it's just like primal level sex and violence it's like there's an energy to it that it is present because of the way that it was made yeah i agree yeah it, it's an interesting it's an interesting sort of like, and I know that like, I, what do they call, what do they call, there's a name specifically for, for people who create manga. That's like manga, mangaka, mangaka, right? It sounds like yeah. Bukaki, mm -hmm. mangaka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing about mangaka, like, it's like when you, when you like look into like, sort of like how that whole, the whole like schedule of how they create the shit, it's so insane. Like, you know, it's, it's so yeah. insane. And it is so like. I'm up against the deadline and they're doing so much work and it's just like uh, creating from that with that sort of uh, kind of pressure, like, you know, that constant, like, yeah. it's got to come out. It's, 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 you know, I've got, I've got waiting, waiting fans and, and I gotta, you gotta hit it. I gotta hit this. And it's just like, it, 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 it does force, it does force them to sort of, but like, like David was hinting at like, or, or and even Kelby, is is this idea of like i'm about to do this shit but like i also have to kind of be conscious of what i'm doing <laughs> at the same time where it's like i'm about to because you can throw a fucking monkey wrench in your shit right but then you got to figure out okay well how do i unfuck it like you know what i mean yeah because like, you can't go back you can't it comes go back. out you can only move the issue forward. came out yeah yeah, yeah it's already mm -hmm. came out so how do i go you know how, so now what um and that is an old trick that they, they like to say i hate the the sort of uh the the kind of like writing yourself into a corner, like that's, it's very, people say that shit all the time or creating comp complications and shit. I do agree with that. 
on some level, but I know people that do it and it's fucking annoying. Like, and what I mean by that is like, I can tell that they're doing it the way that uh, they've read it to be done. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like it's still the same kind of boilerplate format for the certain people will, will make, will turn st- everything into math, like mm-hmm. e- yeah. everything. Like it doesn't even matter. They'll turn randomness into math. Like, you know what I mean? And it just, and it, it, it's reflective and like, and like, I don't get that sense from like, gaunts like i can tell that he wrote it under pressure i can tell he had the deadline i can tell he was thinking you know what i mean i was telling but it doesn't have this sense of like that overly precise overly calculated ass shit. you know what i mean like yeah. where yeah. it's like yeah, yeah. twist and turns and da da like yeah we know that that's craft right you know what i'm saying that's what you do but like okay but like well, what about the life like what about yeah. like you know what yeah. i mean like well, well it's it's basically you know that thing write yourself into a corner hmm. it's more like the opposite like writing yourself into a corner you have to fight your way out of a corner and it means you have all these ops that are trying to keep you in the corner and it's more like you want to write to open doors or at least open windows right, right. you want to open yourself it's like the command and conquer map you want to find a new place that all of a sudden opens up oku definitely wrote this under pressure i mean like why do you think that it went three or four issues with the psychokinetic guys that's not a mistake because he's like, okay, we're going to tell this little short story here. And these characters will matter. It's not that they won't matter. But this gives me a little bit of breathing room because I'm telling a very simple story of a kid who gets bullied. And then, uh, you know, he gets taken into a bathroom so that they can make him suck the gym teacher's dick. And he <laughs> makes it explode. He makes the dick explode. He kills everybody. And I don't know. But, but I don't, that part, though, that part kind of bothered me. I don't know about you guys, but I thought that that was kind of gay. Yeah, it was, a little, it was a little gay. It was a little gay. They had his yeah. face like by the crotch, yeah, and then they're, the pubes, they're pressing it into the, the pubes. Yeah, like crazy bush on that. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. they didn't have to show it. Like the angle, they didn't have to show bush, but they wanted you to know this motherfucker right. had this motherfucker. Had oh, oh, what about the and boxer? What about the guy that's a boxer? He's like, he's a boxer. He's a pro boxer. He was a high school and he's also gay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he yeah, wants yeah. to fuck you and he beats you up. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like, call all of the homosexuals into the bathroom right now because we're running a train on this boy. And I'm like, God damn. Bullies are different from when I was a kid. I, uh, but, uh, but you know, like when you have that, that subplot, I mean, clearly what he's doing is buying a little bit of time yeah. to, to yeah. work on to work on some things. But like to me, it felt like opening a window is when you complicate your rule set or you break your rule set and you leave the reader wondering which way it's gonna go. Right. So if you have something established, you know, and I use for the first God's Fair No Better, I did use the cheap, like, you know somebody shot a bullet who got shot but i'm not going to do that every time uh what i think is more interesting is to just like set something up and then you end with a complication on that right and basically what you're doing with that is that when something like that is complicated you can go a dozen different directions you're actually widening your your horizon you're opening the world up and you're giving yourself chances to to go to different places and And oku sorry go ahead david oh just to to wrap it up so like what what oku does with that actually and you'll notice this when you read gans Mm -hmm. is he opens it up so much with these little stories that sometimes there is a feeling when you're reading it of like damn i wish he had stayed with that thread 
You see what I'm saying? Like, but he can't because, because he can only choose one of a dozen ways to go. The other 11 are going to unfortunately be left by the wayside, but that's, that's a direct result of what I think is a, is kind of a masterful storytelling thing, right? Where you have too many options instead of too little. Because in, in, in the digressions with these other characters are are doing, it's, it's, it's serving two purposes, right? It's serving the purpose you just pointed out, right? Which is like Mm -hmm. buying him some time, Mm -hmm. but it's also, it's also introducing these characters. These are new characters with new abilities. You know what I mean? It's like these guys have telekinesis now. That's going to come back into the fold. Or this mm-hmm. fucking the fucking Tekken dude is is fucking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's going to come back in because he's super strong. But imagine when he gets a suit on. Or even the vampires, where he like he introduces them and then they don't come back until like several volumes later. Like you know what I mean? But he's he's like putting it in there. You know what I mean? He'll take his little side story off with fully fully understanding. Like well, okay, I need to buy myself some time, but also I can bring this back later. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, and that's exactly what happens when the fucking, at a certain point, it becomes like a vampire hunter manga. <laughs> like it feels yeah, like yeah, at yeah, certain yeah. points, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where like, and it's like, did he know that eventually the the vampires would hmm. find a way to latch on, which that rule, yeah, uh, yeah. that rule doesn't, on. that rule doesn't, you know, the thing that I noticed, and this is skipping a little bit ahead, but so the vampire basically finds out that he can go back to the room by holding on to somebody who's being transported. And then I watched the Gantz movie and Kai is literally holding on to the dying Kato and he disappears. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, disappears. Yeah. And I was like, you broke the rule. Broke the rule. <laughs> That's yeah, not yeah. how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had a little, I had a little uh, movie poopers. Uh, what's that? fucking stupid youtube channel where they're like let me find how many uh plot oh, yeah. holes are in this uh, movie and uh, three thousand plot holes in touch yeah what the fuck is that shit called movie fails or what the yeah, fuck? yeah yeah yeah, some, yeah movie something fails. like that it's just some such a strange such a strange way to like ingest uh art it doesn't make any sense but um yeah no i think that uh this just to for me at least to kind of close the the circle on Gantz, uh, if you guys have other stuff to say, that's cool. But it just it it really did teach me, uh, or it made a few things click for me. Number one, the need for rules, the need to uh, in serialized storytelling to be constantly giving yourself new paths <clears throat> with the full knowledge that you're not going to be able to follow all of them, right? But giving yourself options, and uh, also something I didn't touch on. But uh, we talked a lot about the gore and the titties and the nihilism and stuff, but like making a return to that, right? To getting a little bit more of the of the hetero male id onto the page, mm-hmm. which has been uh, who our balls have been getting stomped on for the past decade, right? Yeah. And bringing a little bit more of that back and being like, you know what? Yeah. Titties are awesome. Asses are awesome. The male violence gaze, is cool. They like to the say male, the male gaze, like, the male gaze, right? Yeah, like bringing a gaze. little bit of that back. I, what I took from it is that I, I really should be putting more titties and everything. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like it was like a yes. lot of titties. Uh, Unironically. But, yes. <laughs> like, you know, like I really was thinking that like, holy shit, like this is missing. Like, uh that's the same thing with movies right you watch a movie yeah. and, and you watch a movie from like this nine even the 90s which early 2000s even like that's that's not a thing anymore like you know right. what i mean it's like yeah it's so neutered it's like oh how, how dare you depict you know that's why people hated blonde you know the people that are stupid and hated it like it was because oh my god marilyn monroe's just 
being fucking and getting fucked and exploited and it's like yeah and sucking jfk's <laughs> dick she sucked like, his dick yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. such yes. a great movie you know right and i mean and fucking, it used yeah. to just be in shows i mean the last one i remember was true detective with alexandra daddario's boobs in it yeah and the smelly and she had the smelly pussy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and it doesn't yeah. it's like people are like does this have to be there and i'm like does any life have to exist on earth at all no yeah no the answer is no another uh like you know male gaze id those things have become negative like derogatory and so has dopamine even though people are all like getting too much of it but from other places like why gamify things why are games so popular why is art being gamified Mm -hmm. is because that's a dopamine system and i mean better to get it through art than through fucking twitter Right. And I refuse, I refuse to like, to not depict like heterosexual male, you know, like like heterosexual male, like fucking just energy or, 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 or sex here. Because like, if you notice, right, if you notice, it's okay now to have every other form of sexuality. You can be a fucking furry. You can say, I like to fuck people. Like, like you could be a fuck. It's, it's okay if you're, if you, if you identify as any, in any part of the LGBTQ community, uh, shout out to all of those people. If you, and identif- if you identify that way, you can set, you can, you can make a whole series about how you love to suck a dick, how you love mm-hmm. to, to scissor fuck kids. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. yeah you mm-hmm. can do all that shit. Fuck a, fuck mm-hmm. a baby, all of that shit. Right. Like it's mm-hmm. okay. Right except when it's just a, a, a dude like how Who dare you as a man likes likes the fucking like dimensions like, like the like, like the hourglass it. shape yeah, you know you're, like you're, 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 you're gotta be sexualized women like yeah i'm a heterosexual like you know what i mean that's yeah. and then, it's fine it's fine <laughs> <laughs> like, like, fi- fi- like what the fuck like it's it drives me crazy like that this i like that people and you see it like there's literally heterosexual writers or creators who are completely have their nuts completely taken away because it's like void in all their books it's like oh you don't you don't like bitches no more <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what i mean like read a book like you don't like bitches no more i thought you, yeah. you like what the fuck like you know cormac yeah. mccarthy i know he's gonna like bitches like he's 90 he don't give a fuck you're gonna read his book and he's gonna have some <laughs> weird shit about some <laughs> you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's not gonna stop mm-hmm. like you fuck it mm-hmm. like you know what i mean and it's like, well back too Welbeck, yeah, well, well, well back even more so. Welbeck is like, yeah, yeah he like, hates I, and loves women, which is right. really the the relationship. If you're being honest, that mm. all men should have in their writing, it should be a love and a hate relationship. The same as anything else, it's okay. Or, or, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's like I look at I look at look at Juno Diaz. Like they they got him the fuck out of the paint. Like that yeah, dude, they did. They was like, what oh, was his deal? Like, was he just he just like to fuck right? Like he didn't. Yeah, act, yeah. was he one of he was one of those ones who didn't really do anything wrong uh i could be misstating that what did he did he rape somebody or did he no. was he just kind of like he was just loved pussy he just i from what i from again i don't i all i hear is like he was hitting on women and that was enough oh, <laughs> like he was no. like you know what i mean which we oh. we saw a lot of people like a lot of men get taken out like for real like because that was what it was it's like oh he's he's creepy because he said he wanted to have sex with me or he he wanted to he asked me mm. on a date or he you know he, like it's like yeah that's how we exist like that's literally yeah. how <laughs> we fucking like that's how it works and it's so disingenuous too because they <laughs> the love fuck? it they love it like women yeah. are now at this point where they're just like i can't 
you'll see videos now where they're like, I went on three dates on Tinder with the men and I couldn't find anybody who I was sexually attracted to. And it's like, because they're scared to, to be dudes. And right. They're worried about, as, they're, they're worried about being fucking like screenshotted and then you're like, look what he, you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. Look this. what he's doing. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Cause like I would get screenshotted. I would get screenshotted in like three days, three days, <laughs> you know, like I'd be out in those streets three days later. So maybe like he asked for, for me to send him my socks in the mail. And I'd be like, I did. Yeah. I'd it's not even, honestly, <laughs> honestly, all you have, all you really have to do to cover your ass is to make sure that it's, it's, it's reciprocated. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. Like you, you just, mm-hmm. just, it's like breadcrumbs. You just lead them down the way. Like, okay. Like yeah. you should just start off every date with be like, what up, bitch? You gotta, yeah. you, you just no, gotta get them. You, you gotta you, get them bro, to sort of like you start commit, that. You know what I'm saying? Start the shit. You, as long you yeah. start the date. No, you start the date. Kelby's way. You say what's up. Like you're getting like. Oh yeah, yeah, just, yeah. That's always just, gonna work, especially in the street. That's always gonna work. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just mm-hmm. in the street, like it's yeah. always gonna work. Online <laughs> yeah. is a little bit sketchy because you don't really know the person yet. Oh, it's not real. No, it's yeah, not it's real. like it's yeah. on an app. You don't kind. Of, it's just a person right. on a screen. So you gotta kind of vet, vet. Them, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I don't know why these dudes are out here using apps. That seems really stupid to me because Bro, like I don't, just every relationship over an app, I'm getting easy. like just it's like easy. you know, I have nothing. <laughs> That's why. Uh, I'm I'm not pursuing, but even professional, like in the professional world, mm-hmm. sending emails, I'm always like, what kind of language do I have to use? Like it's walking on eggshells, like mm-hmm. you know, because you don't know even even the way that you are professional is complicated you're like uh-huh. i don't want to sound overly friendly because that's just that's not that's not me mm-hmm. but i'm not being like unenthusiastic about this project i'm just like i don't know i don't want to send you emojis because you know it's like mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. you know well like that's mm-hmm. that idea of like that idea of like the duality of like separating yourself like i have a professional side and then i have a fucking non-professional side or what what the fuck did hillary clinton say the fucking what the fuck did she say something about like there's a private stance and then there's a public stance mm-hmm. some bullshit that's the same mm-hmm. kind of like thinking where it's like like people have to sort of present themselves a certain kind of way and i'm like actually you really don't like you just have to have common sense you know what i mean like it's all about gauging or reading the room it's like social intelligence emotional intelligence type shit where it's like mm-hmm. all right right now we don't really need to be talking about like how big your titties are like because it's not a you know in this situation but in a right. different circumstance that might be appropriate for us like because we might right. you know but right now when we're trying to like you know like we're standing in front of a, a burning house like it's time to like focus on the house. Like, you know, let's this let's let's put this fire out first and we yeah. can get back to the titties. Like, you know, I mean, most people don't mm. think, you know what I mean? Like they act like I don't, I don't it's weird. It's it, it's weird because it's like you do have to think about how you communicate, like mm. and how you communicate and you definitely have to be aware of how you come off. But I think it's just a lot of people online are just online. That's it. Like yeah. they're not yeah. they're just online. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you the way you interact with people in, in person is like completely different like this idea yeah, it's that totally like, different yeah like every yeah. everyone like twitter is even an accurate representation of of the world is silly it's like no not, most yeah. people aren't even on that shit like, yeah. no it's not real. yeah it's not that's real. Why, and by that's the way if a, if a house was on fire just just throwing this out here if a house was on fire i would be like well girl i mean they're probably dead so i, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they I'm made not, it out <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna run in there <laughs> to be like fucking uh character from gaunt's like i don't know if i'm gonna go in there 
yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I learned about uh, from guns is like if you be don't yeah don't don't help people. <laughs> you you can see no matter what people <laughs> say to you, you can see that they want that return because that's why shit like White Lotus is taking off right and right. and that's across this but that's not like right-wing people being like oh finally we got our thing i see everybody enjoying right. that shit everybody and... well well I'll, I'll, here's a prime example like all of those people who are like scolds online and shit like just scroll their twitter page real quick go over to the likes like <laughs> or go or look at their reply or look at the stuff they're replying to like they're right. like one of the one of the writers that uh you guys have talked about before <laughs> like <laughs> when you scroll this page right when you scroll this page, all he's doing is scolding people or, or he's commenting on some woman's page or, or some po- pictures. Yep. Like, oh, yep. you, oh, you look really beautiful, baby. Or, or just random women. He know he don't even fucking know. Mm-hmm. And he's just on a post. He's the reply guy. He's, 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 yeah, he's either scolding <laughs> people like you're, you're wrong. It's bad. Fuck you. You're all like, like, first of all, this unsolicited, no one, you know, what's weird, this weird impulse to tell all these other adults online that they're, you know, wrong and shit randomly, just you're wrong. This is, you know, and then either that or he's being thirsty. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you you might as well just be like, titties are delicious. You know what I mean? Because he's basically (laughs) saying that like a lot of these pictures, you just like, and this, he's not alone. Like that's, there's, they're all of those guys are like that. They're like, they're like, I'm a champion feminist. And it's like, yeah, but then like you look at their likes and then their fucking comments, you're like, yeah, okay. Every male feminist is thirsty. Yeah. And, yeah. That's, and that's, it's, it's, that's the, it's a strategy, but that's all it is. It's a strategy. Mm-hmm. It's a strategy to get to the, to get to the pussy. That's it. Yeah. As a male feminist, unless he's every gay. time. Unless he's gay. And then and, they're and, really predatory. Yeah, <laughs> they're really right. predatory. Yeah. Gay dudes are in a different league, bro. Yeah, but not um, towards women. But not towards women. True. Yeah. True. They just don't like women. Gay men, which, gay men are like the true misogynists. Like they really oh, hate. Yeah. They really hate women. Like Absolutely. they'd be like and they'd be open with it. Like, you know, because that's why I fuck with them. them. And yeah. women hate women. They have well, women brains thank and you. women hate women. So thank you. Yes. Yeah if you say that though you know that's a controversial thing you know so yeah yeah and it's like the yeah david's gonna get canceled since i said that (laughs) (laughs) you can just say whatever you want it'll all blow back everything we say is gonna go back on him anyway so fuck Mm -hmm. it like yeah i'm the the whipping all the shit and he's gonna get blamed for it (laughs) i'm kind of like the jesus christ of podcasting um no man it's uh it really is you know ryan brought this up it's like it just really is funny to me how different reality is from online because somebody posted today a screenshot of Twitter from 2008, no, six, whenever it came out. It's like Jesus when it first came Christ. out and it showed, it showed the, showed the homepage and the tweets were like cooking dinner. It was about all to food. go out, with, about to go out with the girls. I'm having a Gatorade and <laughs> it's fascinating that it has turned into <laughs> what it has turned into. I, like, just had, just... <laughs> I just had a flashback, bro. I was literally, I'm not even, I'm not even joking. Like full circle, the dude, I, the, the friend that I was with when I bought Gaunt's, I sat down at the table and he, 
I hadn't figured out. This was when Twitter was like text to. Well, you had smartphones. I didn't, but you would like text tweets and you'd like yeah. receive tweets that. like through text message and shit that, like yeah. that. Um, so I'm sitting down and I'm busting open the plastic on Gaunt's and I'm like, bro, the titties, check this out. And he's over there, like he got his little shit from the cafe or whatever. And I get a text and it's him tweeting blueberry scones. I'm like, nigga, what is the point of this? <laughs> Why, like, what? <laughs> it was simpler <laughs> times. It was simpler times. I mean, that's when everybody was trying to figure it out, too. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you're like, okay, what I want. It's, it's, it's just like a real time, like updating people. Okay, I'm eating this or I'm drinking this. Or I'm... Yeah. It took a Nobody while knew. to get to where it is now, where it's like fucking. Nobody knew that it was such an effective platform for social change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how are you gonna find out what the fuck you're eating um mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh gantz is awesome uh and 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 definitely uh you should read it if you haven't and uh it, it will remind you uh that there's two different worlds <laughs> you know what i'm saying like there's there's like gantz is like an allegory for 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 online and offline in its own way, ironically. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And I feel like, I like everything that. is though. You know, I feel like everything is kind of that. Like even when it, even the kind of lesser shit is kind of like that, uh, because I feel like subconsciously that's kind of like the, it's we're influenced by the world we live in. Everyone is. So I feel like everything is sort of kind of a reflection of that that idea of like being online and being offline. Um, because everybody's fucking on it like everybody it's it's such it's become such an integral part of everyone's lives now that you just i remember pre-internet like and i feel like then there's so many people now who are younger who don't because it wasn't a thing like so like i feel like we're the where we if you're of a certain you know age bracket at this point like you have a, a very clear understanding of post our pre-internet then post you know what i mean like in a way that like is just never like once once everyone dies there is no you know you know like it'll be just a world where motherfuckers only know this like that's it like mm-hmm. um and hopefully 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 like something happens that like maybe a meteor or something like that like make <laughs> takes out like a majority of like civilization <laughs> because that the nihilism uh, or, uh, uh, and, and resets it and then we don't have internet for a while and then maybe people can sort of reset like um, Bro, a solar flare all you need is a solar flare and and mm. we're cooked the the whole thing Some, is cooked somebody should run on that in the future like like run on that like reset on getting like, rid of the get, get rid of the internet like just start over we got to go all analog again like that's that's my platform is return to analog you know what i mean like yeah. fuck it like just yeah. reset we can come back to it in 10 years we just need to take a 10-year break reset yeah. allow people to acclimate in the world without it and then bring it back it should always reset that's a, that fuck it. it should reset every time so that you have people that can understand it like we just have seasons now like okay we're digital season again now we're back mm-hmm. to analog time mm-hmm. and then it goes it can cycle in it could be fucking yeah. It could be like the long winter or some shit. Like you people know need saying? to like, people need to yeah, people need to have 15 years of no internet where an entire generation can be born without it and we can teach it in history schools the way that we teach the Holocaust and be like look at what happened to people when they like, did look, this. Look, it never happened. It's fake. 
Yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> the internet is fake. It's like we're you got the we're dude 100... with Pornhub tattoos. That's like his Holocaust proof. He's like, yeah. I was there. You're trying to tell me this is fake. He's got Pornhub yeah. tattoos. It's like his... I'm not. I'm not saying the Twitter was fake. I'm just saying a hundred million, really. <laughs> um, but. I think that thinking of guns as an allegory is really interesting because you have Kai as this complete asshole in real life and he slowly becomes a hero in the guns world and it doesn't change the fact that he's an asshole in real life. He has no character development in the real world. He stays an asshole. Yeah. But in guns world he's a hero and I'm just hoping that if Twitter is like guns, I need to figure out how to get to 100 points. So I can erase my memory, <laughs> yeah, and go back to being normal again, bro. That is everybody is playing those rules. They're trying to get up to a level where they're like, Elon, bring my boy back. You know, they're trying to like mm -hmm. bring the characters mm -hmm. back or get out because they, they say that too. They're like, once I get to a certain point, with like the only reason I'm on social media is once get I get off a fan it. base is to yeah, get off of get it. Get the like, fuck off of it, right? Yeah, bro, yeah. Damn, it's a dead on allegory. Or bring us. back, bring back this account. Like we got to get this yeah. account back. You know? yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they kicked him off. Like we got to get yeah. 100 points. So I'll give back. I'll give you 10,000 of my followers if you bring, you know, <laughs> Amy Tariq. <laughs> Amy Tariq. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, something like uh, uh, Stoned Himmler 69 or something like that. <laughs> bring back Chris Chan from. <laughs> yeah, bring back Chris Chan. You just forget any of the fucking his mom stuff. Mom shit. Yeah, you know. Oh, just fucking... <laughs> get one mom fuck. Come on, man. everybody gets that. Yeah, one yeah. Everybody one gets. Mom. Everybody Eminem gets one. Come on. yeah. Created Sonic Chew. Come on, man. It's the greatest, yeah. <laughs> the greatest work of art ever. Like, I think Sonic Chew is gonna be in a museum one day when we're all dead. <laughs> like, like imagine like, like aliens come and find a fucking ancient civilization of humans, and then it's, it's fucking they make a fucking museum, and in it is fucking Sonic Chew. Like, somebody like, <laughs> should somebody should write a sci-fi series about like it's like Star Trek. So Eddie, if you're listening, you could take this for your for your new intellectual property but it's like star trek but they do find the wreckages of dead civilizations and every episode is like the weird shit that they find and they're like what the <laughs> fuck is this and it's like <laughs> it's like a dude with like three huge fungal worms in his ass and they're like what were they up to on this planet <laughs> <laughs> the dead fucking was it like a fucking fossilized furry like just yeah, fucking yeah exactly on. <laughs> like people had to evolve to have outer shell protection from these <laughs> these were the shamans of their tribe clearly a swingers club like just mm -hmm. <laughs> like it like just where everyone died and it just <laughs> and it was mm -hmm. but they were like frozen in uh, ember just people just in various fucking disgusting acts like yeah women yeah. getting just, fucking fucking finger trapped or whatever the fuck they call that shit yeah just oh, oh yeah yeah the finger trap chasing amy chasing amy the, yeah kevin smith yeah shout out to him he cries at marvel movies he cries a lot he cries and he lot. looks like he has aids hell yeah i think i think he's like a what, he had a heart attack and then he like cut out sugar you know, I got a love-hate relationship. Yo, Bob, I would suck your dick, bro, but you got AIDS, dog. Like, I don't... <laughs> that's my that's my J impression. <laughs> I you love you, you what? fat motherfucker, he, but, you, he, but you're 
fucking straight up Philadelphia in this bitch. He's one of those guys. He's one of those guys where it's like he kind of did it. He kind of did it his way, though. You know what I mean? Like even even up to now, like he's just made the goofy, weird shit that he wanted to make Mm -hmm. his whole career. Uh, Well, when you have AIDS, you have nothing to lose. Right. True. that. (laughs) I do. I do like that kind of comic book nerd, though. Like he's all about DC and Marvel and all that shit, like which we shit on now all the time as if it's like as if it's lifetime movies. It's like not even worth bringing up. It's like, of course, I don't watch that bullshit. But he loves that shit so much to like i mean shit i like grant morrison's takes on all that shit i like uh bro you know a tpn style uh retconning of marvel movies is coming down not from jack but from just like there's going to be a podcast it's like i'm based and actually marvel was badass you know that but shit. Like, it's but already here's starting it's here's already the thing starting. though but here's the thing <laughs> though about they did that, it with that, avatar but here's the mm-hmm. thing though like people already think that so mm. so they actually like that's the thing. It's like the base take is that it isn't that. It's like that the shit is bad, but because everybody I know in real life loves them shits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like they love yeah, it. And true. I'm like, like I, I, I love I, the new <laughs> Thor movie though. My normie friends hated that new Thor movie, which is the one that actually, and I'm not just saying this to be uh what's the word? Anyway, uh the love and thunder. The special effects look so bad that I was oh yeah with that ge- genuinely <laughs> I was genuinely interested when I saw how bad the special effects looked. I'm like, hmm, could be good. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of movies like where I'm like, eventually, I'll, if I do see all those movies, it's because my kid, like, because if he wants to see them, uh, he just doesn't want to see all of them. Like some of them, right. he'll look at, he'll be like, he's not about this. He's never gonna want to see what the fuck is that Captain Marvel? Like he doesn't want to see yeah. that shit. He's no. like, that's some chick running around, Dad. I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's, he's just not interested in that shit. He wants to see right. like, fucking Goku punch somebody. He's not like, he's not really. So it's, it's certain certain characters that I'm like, thank God he doesn't like. Like, he, mm-hmm. so I don't have to mm-hmm. watch those movies. But some of them I like, end up seeing. But like, yeah, like those movies are fucking a reflection of the times as much as anything else. I mean, like, they're a reflection of the world we live in. And what there will probably will be revisions of of that shit once once they've completely the wheels have completely fallen off they're getting there because you know they're really fucking you know beating a dead horse with all this shit um i'm sure like some the smoke will clear people will come back and they'll have a new sort of uh fresh eyes to look at that shit and and derive new shit from it that like we just are too too jaded about like mm-hmm. you know what i mean where it's like mm-hmm. right now i'm just so jaded about that shit in general i can't plus i know too much about the way the shit's created like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i know a lot of the people that make those movies like like that fucking work for marvel uh that fucking you know and i just know how it works i just know it so it's like i can see it's like it's all cynically made shit it's kind of like what you've mm-hmm. said before uh uh david about like knowing what you know about like who runs the literary world right it's the same kind of thing it's like i i know who runs the shit i know how these things are created i've saw sort of how the sausage is made so like i watch it and it's all i can see like you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. it's it's all i can see and watching shit like or watching or reading shit like gaunt or or that's part of the reason why i like attract i'm attracted to things that are made outside of here is because i have a distance 
I'm not yeah, close. The distance is important. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's the why it's super important. And you said this earlier about like people from other countries, you know what I'm saying? Having like guns as an example of them depicting a mass shooting and how they view it from outside eyes, it's always a lot more interesting. It's like, uh, for example, with a Japanese equivalent, right? Which is like Mishima, which is the Paul Schrader movie about mm-hmm. that's an interesting movie mm-hmm. just for because the mm-hmm. fact is like it's paul schrader as an american depicting some shit that happened during you know that whole that whole shit that happened in japan at a different era a different time it's very interesting it, 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 it's for it's like or reffin was, right like reffin. with only god yeah. forgives or copenhagen yeah. cowboy you know yeah. like his his fetishization of asian culture is mm. really fucking cool yeah. yeah it takes it takes that outsider because even like i feel like i can see it and I feel like probably you guys can probably see it too. Like I can see like the American like aesthetic, Like I can see it. Like I can yeah. see, I can notice the tendencies yeah. that we have, but I'm still fucking so close to it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even though I'm aware of the things that we say and do, and you can like put that in your work, we're still too close. We'll never mm-hmm. be an outsider when it comes to this shit. Like, so like when someone else from another country depicts it though, they are re- legitimately removed that so they can really see that shit and fetishize it in a way that we just, we can't, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. we're, because it's part of who we are, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, if you mm-hmm. made some Japanese shit, it would be very, you can fetishize all the shit. You know what I'm saying? You've made it Chinese, whatever, whatever, Australian shit. You set it in an outback and then you start doing, like you get a shit like fucking, what's that crocodile dundee shit you know what i mean where it's like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's fucking super fetishizing all the all the aspects and aesthetics of living in australia or being an australian you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. in a way that australians can't really do and when they do they sort of kind of like hit upon it but it's still kind of it's made within the house so there's always that you know what i mean it's always that level of like yeah but you really can't get to it you know what i mean so i feel like everyone should just tell stories about people that as much as they say you shouldn't do that, I'm like, no, actually, you should probably yeah. tell a lot of stories about shit that's outside of yourself for those reasons. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a good way to do it. You can always debate that. There's a bad way to, but there's a good way and bad way to do anything. And all this shit is subjective, anyways. At the end of the day, we're all gonna fucking die. So who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? So just do yeah. do what you can while you while you're here. You know, and that's what yeah. that's that's why Gantz inspired me. <laughs> I brought that that whole like representation and doing it appropriately thing. Like I, I brought that up and I hope I articulated it uh, in that authenticity essay I, I wrote recently yeah. where yeah. I had to drop a line about like shit like NFL street, which by all standards of today, as far as appropriation and shit like that is like a completely inappropriate game. Cause it's like fetishizing you know street culture and like black hip-hop all you know it the ghetto it's ghettoizing like backyard football basically Mm. but like being in the hood at the time that all of that shit everybody loved it it was like this is fucking a lot of this stuff is revisionist when it comes to some of these takes are very revisionist because a lot of that shit growing up in a in a black community like everybody loved all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like all the shit that they that we that probably they would try to reframe as fucked up. Like no no no. Like all that shit that was created specifically for that demographic. I remember growing up. I remember it being important. I remember it being shit that people loved. People fucked with. Like all that shit. Like there was no like oh like this is problematic. And it's like no like people were like yeah this is a movie with some black people in it or a show and I fuck with it. Like you know what I mean. Like it's it's like. 
and yeah, you can look at it now at in, in 2023 and, and try to like use use the cultural sort of attitudes or that are present, you know what I mean? Like about this type of shit and be like, oh, this is this, this and that. But it's like, yeah, but truthfully, like, not really. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you, that's, that you can, you can read that, you can read into anything what you want. And a lot of people are just reading into shit. You know what I mean? When, when, when in reality, like, people are just outraged to just be outraged you know what i mean people are just having taking issue because let's be honest taking issue is fun like it's fun it's entertaining it's it's, inter- it's it's entertaining sometimes to just look at something and be like you know what i don't fuck with this yeah you know fuck what I mean? this. yeah like man fuck <laughs> this shit. like this, and we used to just call shit we just used to call shit trash and that, and that was all we needed to say like right. oh i don't like it because it's trash and then people started thinking they needed reasons yeah. to dislike things well here's the thing and i not everyone is has that level of depth to them right like yeah it's all it's always takes like one there's one person right who's really well who reads all kinds of theory and this has really interesting takes and really and then they they'll 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 write about something or talk about something in a way that's like very like oh shit like i never saw it that way and then everyone else will see it and then they'll be like you know what i'll do that and it's like no that person's actually like like kind of smart and you're not like and that's okay (laughs) you know but you don't you don't need to have that kind of fucking like and and that's what they do though they still try to have this sort of surface level kind of analysis of shit where it's like yeah but you didn't really think that out though like you know you just kind of like you said a few words you strung them together like you know what i mean because it's like well smart people say this like most people like are are doing a really good impression mm-hmm. of a smart person or they're doing a shitty impression of a smart person right like as opposed mm-hmm. to like when you hear a smart person or somebody who has some some sort of like actual thought out kind of uh perspective you can really tell but most people like just like everything else it's 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 it's, it's a show it's a it's a facade it's like I want to project to everyone that like I am interesting or I want to project to everyone that I have a sort of interesting way of view. And it's like, not really. Like most of us really, most times it's just, shit's just cool. Like it's cool. Like most yeah. of the shit I like, it's just cool. I'm like, it's just cool. I would love to just get some of these people in a room one-on-one uh, so that I could kill them. <laughs> no, because so that I could actually just do the toddler thing with them. Because this worked on me. I have this story that I tell sometimes. And it's really funny because my buddy and I have since completely reversed positions. But I remember my friend Jason, uh, who works in HVAC. I remember him getting off work and coming over to my friend Eric's house. It's his brother, his older brother. And he's covered in insulation and he's tired and we're cracking beers and talking. And for whatever reason... We got into the conversation of uh, can black people be racist? Racist, yeah, yeah. And he said, "Yeah, of course they can." And I said, "No, no, 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 no. You don't understand because <laughs> there's there's a there's levels, there's hierarchies to this." Yeah, yeah. And I remember, I will never forget his face. I can picture him exactly <laughs> where he's sitting, looking at me, and he was just like, "What the fuck are you talking about, man?" Like he was, he was like Bill Pullman in Lost Highway. He was like, that's fucking crazy, man. And I think about that now because I would love, and I do this sometimes with my wife, not very often, because I like her to be happy. I, I don't like to antagonize her. But sometimes I'll just be like, 
what do you mean? Like that, like if you just ask like a toddler, say you have somebody who's not someone I love, right? Who's sitting across from me and they say something like, uh, the age gap is problematic, right? So you have a 23-year-old who's dating a 70-year-old, that's fucked up. And I'd be like, why? And they'd be like, well, because there's a difference in age. And I'm like, okay, but why is it, is it so it's wrong for people of two different ages to have sex with each other? It's like, well, no, sometimes it's okay. And then you say, well, what makes the okay parts okay? It's like, well, it has to do with privilege and power and where somebody isn't. And I'm like, why? Why does that matter? And you just go on like yeah, that just keep going. Yeah, for 15 yeah. minutes. And eventually the, they'll hate your like fucking guts. They'll hate you. Socratic method or whatever. It's the, it is. It's 100%. Yeah, 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 so that, yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. It's the Socratic method. It's just asking why over and over again. Or if somebody tells you that like something's like really fucked up. Uh, I saw recently this, uh, this uh, Gretchen, uh, whoever, uh, trans horror writer, and she was trying to cancel Brandon Sanderson, which is hilarious because <laughs> you can't cancel his his, fan, <laughs> his fans his fans just gave him forty million dollars to write books, so I don't I don't think you can do anything. Yeah, but she was right. like, uh, he's a he's a fucking homophobe, and if I was in the room with her, I would be like, so. And she's well, like, well, you, that's you can't be in the room with her, but if you were outside the room, that she, <laughs> occup- she occupies the entire she occupies. <laughs> But if but if you just say like so, and it's like that and that's that's uh horrible, I'd be like, Yeah, I agree with that. That's it's pretty bad to uh be part of a reli- well, to be part of a religion in the first place is a little bit suspect to me, but being one that's you know, but he's part of the church, right? I mean, he's He's changed his views. That's not good enough. Well, what is good enough? What are you, what's your end goal with that? I swear to God, if you just try to take any tone out of your voice that makes it seem like you're being shitty about it, you just go go like, oh, why? This this works with me. Um, Erica has been helping me with this to realize that I can just like, dislike things just because and just be like i just think it's trash like just return to that because um (laughs) i felt like we are in a a time where it seems like you have to have a reason and an explanation for everything yeah and that it's got to be some kind of take like especially like you know it's a proof of your intelligence or something like the reasoning behind why you feel the way you feel about things and i i just i hate tim timothy chalamet i just do (laughs) and damn bro i do like, too i just I would, look at him i hate his fucking guts never seen a movie with him but i would try I, to like explain it and like I'd, I'd get enraged seeing him on tv and or not enraged but like my face will twitch and erica will just chuckle and she'll be <laughs> like why do you hate him and i'm like at for the longest i'd be like because he he's a representation yeah, exactly it, it, yes exactly he's a representation <laughs> what of does he represent of, yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> he's he's nutless america on screen or whatever and like <laughs> uh <laughs> but it, like she'll just keep like but really like what makes him that way why is it him 
why why him and not somebody else? and should like and then i'm just like i don't fucking i don't i just don't like him <laughs> yeah. i just don't like his face yeah easy yeah easy. yeah yeah uh, it's funny because like you were saying with that whole like idea of being racist right like or our black people can't be racist and and like i remember when that was the take that like became a thing um and like I remember kind of being on board with it for a minute and then kind of like yeah. one day I kind of thought about it and I was like, wait a minute, where's this definition of racism coming from? Mm-hmm. And it's like, at some point, someone just redefined what it meant. Yeah, somebody right? came out and said, no, the, what, the dic- what the dictionary t- says. It's actually tied to a system. I'm like, no, it's actually not. Like, as the word, it's not. Like, and yet, it, all it means is that one, you hate a, or dislike a different group of people specifically based on their race that's it that's the only qualifying the only qualifying thing and it's like of course anybody can be racist like that like anybody can be mm-hmm. i mean if you want to have a more nuanced conversation about like whether it matters more because mm-hmm. this person is racist or not that's a different mm-hmm. kind of conversation but but yeah this but people will do that people will just accept the thing like it'll just come right. out be, it becomes a talking point or part of the zeitgeist and then it's just like yeah, that's the thing now. Like it's it's real, right? Like it's just that's that's what. And we it's do. like no, no, no. <laughs> like no, actually no. 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 Does no. it matter if like cops are racist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's important. I think I think there's a difference between a racist <laughs> police officer and a non-racist one. Uh, neither of them are going to be my friends, but you know, it's still it's important probably. But like, does it matter if I'm racist? No, no, not really. Like, I think I could probably still be good and be racist. Why not? And that's another thing where it's like, again, good. What does that mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck does does good mean? mean? Like, you know what what I mean? Like, what exactly does that mean? Like, what what barometer are we using here to figure out what good means? Like, is good taking care of your family? Because a lot of these motherfuckers on Twitter don't have families. They're not capable of having families. They're not capable of leaving the house. And they have no care for their fellow man. As soon as COVID hit, they were immediately like, put these motherfuckers in camps and gas them all to death. <laughs> like, I don't care what happens to them. And these are the good guys, right? These are the care, love, and kindness type people. Well, to be to be fair, though, to be fair, it, I saw that on both sides. Mm-hmm. Where I saw that mm-hmm. kind of articulated on the, the fucking quote-unquote people who identify as left, left which most of right. them are. And then even on the right, because a lot of people would be like, you know what? it's a pandemic people are gonna die fuck them and that's the mm-hmm. same thing essentially <laughs> like right it's the same mm-hmm. thing and they were just like making qualifications with their shit they were like well fuck them if they don't want to go along with the bullshit you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then it's both sides are saying people could die it was just again it's the, it's the it, they, they were arguing about like the the the, the uh, they were trying to dictate the terms of how people should die <laughs> they were like mm-hmm. well one side was like nah fuck it just let them let it rock fuck it they can die and the other side mm-hmm. was like actually no let them die but only if mm-hmm. they're not on the team you know what I mean? it's that kind of mm-hmm. shit where it's like you both mm-hmm. are saying the same shit like on on, on some mm-hmm. level you're both saying like you're both trying to find a way to sort of accept mass death like you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like you're both you're mm-hmm. just rationalizing it, and you're based on whatever fucking ideology you sort of think you're part of, which most people mm-hmm. aren't really either. Like most people don't have. Uh, I feel like Americans don't really have that. Like I feel like Americans have a sense of what an ideology is, but like we're not. We don't. We're not the. Like look at our political landscape. Like we don't have like any sort of like actual like legitimate party system or like. 
we don't there, there's no we're not about to have the bolshevik revolution in america it's not happening dog like we don't oh, have dude. That. it's so funny to have twitter uh a, a website where everybody tells you what they believe in a country that doesn't believe <laughs> in anything anything that's what i'm saying there's no it's no america is america is and again to go back to a fucking uh, an australian person doing a fucking movie that sets that sets america fucking killing them softly the fucking fucking george mm-hmm. higgins adaptation perfect example of someone from outside looking at america taking something that was written by an american set in a town in boston you know what i'm saying and then them putting their little spin on it and that idea that like like america is not a fucking country it's a business like mm-hmm. that's exactly it's the per he's like now fuck you pay me it was like the perfect way to end that movie and no and there's no fucking way that american would have made that version no. of like they wouldn't have added that they would have just left that shit out like mm-hmm. because they wouldn't they're not looking at it that way you know what i'm saying when, when, the, when the truth of the matter is like you're right like this isn't like a country this is a fucking corporation dog like we you guys are writing cyberpunk so i mean like which is that's what it's about right it's like we kind of live that like a little bit mm-hmm. like it's kind mm-hmm. of already that way if we just don't have like cool metal arms and shit like we don't have shit yeah, like yeah. that but like but you know we're getting there i mean like oh yeah you know but 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 we just don't have that yet but it's fucking close like in a lot Bills of ways. are about to be due again about a week yeah. every every month it just ticks over and it's bill time again yeah. and uh like serious bills too mm. i was looking at how much i pay i mean i know just... where you live ryan it's a little bit it's a little bit hairier, but even where I live, I mean, I just, I started Mark cause you know, I have automatic pay. I'm sure everybody does. Mm. And you know, the money comes out and it's gone and you're just kind of like, Oh, okay. That sucks. I guess I got to make more this month. And it the same sh- every fucking month is just like, I got to get ready for about, well, literally like seven or eight days from now, it's going to, I call it the pain week. And that's where all the money comes out. And I'm like, okay, I gotta make uh gotta make about a thousand dollars here to, to just to that's know, me. Sure. That's my life for four like at least the past four years, like for sure. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, like even this month, it's kind of that that way where it's just like okay, because mm-hmm. I don't fucking have a place where I can walk into a building and be like chick, and you know what I mean? Like it's like mm-hmm. I don't have that, so I have to fucking think along those lines all the time and like you said even here i I mean i'm fortunate because i i do live in the midwest and i'm not back out in la um oh that's right that's right that's right yeah 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 yeah. i lived in la well actually it's fucking weirdly enough i was born in california but i was born in like the san diego area right Mm -hmm. and then my parents moved us back to where they're from when the drought hit and i was like nine so then Mm -hmm. i was raised in ohio like basically mm-hmm. from nine all the way to adulthood, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I definitely have that Midwest sort of perspective. Like I, I had to like, there's a difference between when people grow up and they have to have seasons. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like people that have mm-hmm. to deal with like the cold and weather, like it makes you a different kind of fucking person. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it really mm-hmm. does. Like, and like even, even living in LA and then coming back, like, I have, I just have a, I just had a different perspective. Yeah. True enough. What they say about LA is kind of true, which mm-hmm. is like most people that you encounter are from somewhere else. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like uh, for them, that's true. That's a lot of that's true, but you can get over there and like completely get lost in that shit. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And the best part about me moving away and every time I come back, I'm just like, Oh yeah. Like these people are like 
not living in the real world. And, 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 and honestly, that's only Hollywood though, because there's a whole other side of LA where it's real. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Where it's mm-hmm. actual real Angelinos. And that's not the place. That's not the places that like these people who are vocal on Twitter are around. That's not, that's not, that's, they don't like, they stay in like on the West side of LA and they're mm-hmm. in, or, you know, they don't go too far. Like it's segregated. LA is fucking segregated. Like, like there's certain, Hell yeah. go to certain parts. Like, Oh, it's all black people here now. Like what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. you know Mexicans. what I mean? Like, yeah, they are just part. all Mexicans now. Like, oh, holy Rios shit. His like, family lives in the Mexican part. The yeah, East, like, East, yeah. East LA. East LA, yeah. And you got shit places like Panorama City and fucking, uh, fucking Gardena and like all these places where it's like, oh, like these are where like real people live. Mm-hmm. Like, and what I mean by like it's real people who are born here who are like not rich. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like who are mm-hmm. regular, like they're not worried about like fucking the LA bullshit. In fact, they're annoyed at it. Because everybody comes here, like to the LA to, to pursue that shit. So like they have a they have a complete like I don't give a fuck attitude about that movie shit. Like you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that TV, mm-hmm. they just like yeah okay, you know what I mean? Like and they're just mm-hmm. normal people. But there is a big LA's a magnet. Hollywood's a magnet for sort of you know the mentally ill. So <laughs> uh, those people are you know they're there they're always going to be there but living in the midwest and like it's just one of those things where i just it gives me the kind of like grounded perspective of like oh no like actually like you guys don't really live in the real world you don't the people the things you concern yourself with the things you talk about are absolutely don't mean shit like you know what i mean like like a big a big a big uh twitter sort of thing for me is like there's certain writers that i know who who uh they'll just DM me and be just talk about like the people, the LA people, like the stupid shit they post all the time. Mm-hmm. Like the shit that's just so dumb that like, this is only the things that these people choose to be mad about or have opinions about are just so like, look at their account or you look at their page and all they're tweeting about is goofy shit. Like right now it's the mm-hmm. Oscar season. So all they're tweeting about is the Oscars. Like, and, and before that it was the Golden Globes. And then like, mm-hmm. they were making a fit about the Razzies or like the Razzies nominated. A, they, they gave a, a child actor, a child the worst actor performance that's so that's the new which, which, like, which kid which kid this? got the... i don't even i don't even know somebody was complaining about it and i'm like what the fuck are you like i would Child never actor razzy <laughs> like Let's see this is case. what a grown man is tweeting dog a grown man is tweeting i, I don't like it's like oh sh-. you know what i mean and like and then they're, they're like it's like bro like no one like, why do you care? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I have real issues. I don't really want to care. I, you know, I don't care about this type of shit. This is a, uh, Ryan Kira Armstrong who starred opposite Zach Efron in Firestarter. They're calling it a mean spirited nomination. I think about this tweet all the time. Uh, where somebody was posting something where she was, this woman says, uh, why is it that uh, cis men think that just because they might be gay, they can say things that are transphobic? And then somebody posted below her like, hello, I am a starving child in Africa. And this is the last thing I will ever see. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 but it's spelled like goodbye. <laughs> Anytime I see some shit like that, I'm just like, you, you, you know, the... There really are things that if you if you really want to 
get dark you can concern yourself with in this world and i mean just know like what it is i mean fuck that kid i don't give a shit about that kid like oh <laughs> what, what, she was in a movie and she right. sucked at it there are good child actors out did there did she get paid how much she did got she get paid, paid she got paid right she got paid that bitch got more money than i do i don't give a shit i don't give a fuck 